people that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. All right. We'll meet again if we don't wind up dead. From the bush cartel that left us all this way. Oi! We've all been to blind support. It was our doom as the bombs dropped from the skies from far away. Gang rape is funny. Maybe we should have paid attention a little bit more to the facts we chose to ignore. The price of gas has declined, but I'm afraid that the line won't be very long. Hello, George. We'll meet again with our hope that by then... Jorge. Civil rights will be restored one sunny day. Jesus Christ. 902 at 560. <coughs> WQAM, happy uh, Tuesday to you. Well, quite a morning this morning already. I think we should go home right now. Accomplished so many things this morning. Mo and I had a bonding moment or two this morning. Oh! That's correct. I went back on my word. I said I would never speak to that creature again. And uh, I came in this morning. He was sitting in there, which he seems to do a lot with Zach and Robert. I think probably because other than Gildy, nobody in the building will speak to him. But anyway, he, stay, he uh, stays in there during the breaks. And as I'm coming around a the corner there, uh, he's waving at me like like frantically, like his long-lost best friend. So being the old softy that I am, I wave back. You know, about ten minutes later, I go out to take a leak, and it's another break. And sure enough, he's sitting in there again with Zach and Robert. I think they got something going, the three of them. And I come back, he's waving again. So I, like, take a look inside the window, and I wave back. And I open the door because I hear him chortling. And I said, what have I done to deserve a welcome like this? And that began a warm and fuzzy series of exchanges, the likes of which you've seldom seen. Then Geldy was wandering around the hall, smelled really bad. I think, I think Geldy, I didn't realize it is one of his, uh, things that he's got, one of his functions on a morning show. He has to carry around Mo's bag when Mo's not in the studio. No, seriously, because something smelled like death. I mean, oh, good God, Geldy. Maybe Geldy just farted. Or maybe he had like a load in his pants. I don't know, but good God. Huh? Well, you know, when, you, when you're under the tremendous pressure that he is on that show, it, it kind of explains it to me. Huh? Maybe he schmidt himself. I don't know. But it just stunk. I mean, a stench like death. Or it could have been Moe's piece. You know, it could have been that thing, too. The dead muskrat on top. But we had a very, very uh, fine bonding experience this morning. Asked me about those U.M. baseball games. I guess maybe he's getting a little bit nervous, huh? And uh, don't give me this Dave Van Boring is great, Gildy, because Dave Van Boring is just awful. He is ter up, up, and away. I don't want to get into the Marlin thing because it's part of the neurotic repetition that is South Florida. But I had a spy report from one of our people that yesterday they not, didn't have programs because the place that made the programs had the, was hit by the tornado. Oh. But they didn't have the wieners, not enough to feed everybody, according to that Larry guy that called Mo on my way to work. I heard that this morning. They didn't have enough wieners for everybody. That's why 37,000-plus on opening day. 
Don't pee on their parade. And all I heard was negativity driving in about, well, Jeffrey Lurie is this, and here's the interview with the Mad Dog yesterday, and uh, he didn't say anything. I heard, like, uh, nothing but negativity. I thought I was supposed to be the negative one, right? Uh -huh. Negative That's what Nelly. I heard. Right? Negative Neely. Nelly. But just an awful lot of negativity on that. And so they played a crappy game. There's 161 more to go. It's part of the same neurotic repetition, trying to force-feed Halavah to the Arabs. They don't want it. They don't like it. They don't want to know from it. But... See, everything in South Florida has to be a soap opera. Other cities, they have sports franchises that are successful, that are mediocre, that are not so successful. You know, they have good attendance, bad attendance. And it's like, you know, that's what it is. But here, everything is a soap opera. And it's, it just never ends. It's always the same. Neurotic repetition. And gee, are they going to sell out? Will anybody show up? Does anybody care? Do they have a... See, the, the operative word is free. If they gave away some free crap every game, there'd be a whole bunch of people there. They couldn't sure. care less about the ball game. In fact, if George would have known about the free wieners, you might have showed up. It's right I down the street. That's right. Actually, we had uh, a pass yeah. here at the station. Well, there you go. You had free admission and a free wiener. What more could you want? No program, cause, but you don't care about that. Uh, a limousine ride. Limousine ride. Then I would have maybe thought about going. Okay. You know, it's Carlos and his uh, grandpa were there yesterday, which uh, and he's not showing up for work today. Called in, he has other obligations to Maybe take care of. Maybe he ate so many wieners. Could have eaten uh, too many wieners there. Some, too many wieners is bad for you. That's what Mo told me. 1,274 votes on our pool yesterday. Which of these best describes South Florida, we asked? 1,276 to be exact now. <clears throat> Banana Republic, 470 out of 1,276 votes. It's a Banana Republic, is it? Yes. Uh, intellectual Wasteland, 173. Land of Crooks and Schnooks, 165. Land of Sun and Fun, 123. 9.6% said South Florida is the land of sun and fun. Outdoor Funeral Parlor, 109. Haven for Rubber Rafters, 102. Maggot Magnet. That's, I didn't vote for that, but that is one of my favorites. I love that expression. My Maggot Magnet. Michael Jackson, I see, is going to move here now. What did I tell you? O.J., Michael Jackson, it's a maggot magnet. It attracts every low-life piece of scum, every undesirable. Maggot magnet 75 and paradise only 59, Mo. Jesus Christ. No, not too good. So Mo has a very small number of people out there who would agree with him that this is paradise. Maybe it was that hairpiece that smelled so bad. Uh, there, were, there was the odor of something in the hallway there, the likes you have never in your wildest nightmares, smelled anything like that. Maybe it's our plumbing again. Is it, could that Although, be it? No, I was in there. It smelled fine. I see. No, I was in there a couple of times taking a leak. In fact, I'm going to do that a lot more. In fact, I'm just going to go out there and pretend I'm taking a leak and then come back so I can walk by and see if Mo keeps waving at me every day. How you doing, Mo? <laughs> you asshole. Anyway, here's our poll today. Oh, before we get to the... Well, I'll give the poll now because it'll allow Eric to put it on there. And then he can eat the rest of the morning unencumbered by uh, obligations to do stuff. Here's the poll. And it isn't exactly what would Jesus do, but I noticed in this letter to the editor that somebody sent me from Fort Myers News Press. Thank you very much, by the way, Jr. whoever you are. Uh, there's a thing in there about what would Jesus do. Here's my question. How does religion permit the carnage of the war in Iraq? The killing, the maiming, the bloodshed, all of these things. And I've got you six choices. God wants us to kill our enemies. There's choice number one. Choice number two, it doesn't. The Ten Commandments say thou shalt not kill. Third choice, it's self-defense, so God will allow it. Fourth choice, religious fanaticism is at the root of the problem. Fifth choice, even the Lord loves Neil Rogers. 
I thought we just heard that. Jesus Christ. And last choice, God doesn't care. He's busy with ball games, which we've discussed many, many times. All these athletes are always up, looking up in the sky, and it was the Lord done it, and God, blah, 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 and they're praying to the God to be on their side and help them win the game. So God obviously is very, very concerned about point spreads and who's going to win the ball game and who's going to stay healthy and who's not going to stay healthy. All you athletes out there that get injured, like Derek Jeter yesterday, opening game for the Yankees, and he gets injured right, out, right off the bat, so to speak. And maybe he, he and the Lord have got to, like, mend their fences like me and Mo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's your poll again. How does religion permit the carnage of war in Iraq? God wants us to kill our enemies. It doesn't. The Ten Commandments say, Thou shalt not kill. It's self-defense, so God will allow it. Religious fanaticism is at the root of the problem. Even the Lord loves Neil Rogers, or God doesn't care. He's busy with ball games. WQAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Thanks for picking me up right away. Sure. I, I knew in this um, this whole God crap was fake because... You knew in what? The, the God crap you was talking about, how the players talk about God and everything. Yeah. Well, I knew it was a piece of crap when they said that he's everywhere. And when they say he's everywhere at the same time, I thought about Santa Claus. Everyone in Santa Claus. He's, he's everywhere. everywhere. He's everywhere. Yeah, he's everywhere, just like mm -hmm. Santa Claus, right? Right. God kiss my ass. <laughs> Do you understand that? And you say, no. God kiss my ass? Or you say, uh, was that Neil God kiss my ass? I'm not really sure. He was kind of like mumbling. Well, that's good, though. We got a good uh, first caller there. Get out of his system. New poll is up already. Nice going there, Eric. See, when you fax Eric the poll like I do at about 7.30 in the morning, he gets it up there, and then he can like free to eat the rest of the day. Let's do the break, and then we got some very important letters to the editor in response to that one for the first one of those three from last Friday. Thank goodness, by the way, oh! that some people out there have the balls to respond, because this is QAM where we have a little teeny tiny pair of We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Just tell me what your problem is. Language tape number six. The convenience store. Follow along and repeat. Convenience store manager. Hello, may I be to helping you please? Repeat. Hello, may I be to helping you please? Customer. Yes, I would like a pack of Parliament lights. Convenience store manager. You want to have parliament light? Repeat. You want to have parliament light? Customer. Yes, I would like a pack of parliament lights. Convenience store manager. Uh, these are parliament light? Repeat. Is this a parliament light? Uh, uh, this one, parliament? Customer. No, neither one of those is the parliament light. Wait, no, is it this one? No, or this? no, it's not that one. You want the parliament light? Yes, I want the parliament lights, please. Is it over here? No, the, par the parliament light. This one? No, no, the par no, can't you see it? This no, one, right, parliament no, light. No, 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 over this there one. by the dirty magazines. What? Can't you see it? Listen, laundry head, it's the parliament light. Now, can't you see it's right over turn there. this tape over for language tape number seven. Ordering Chinese food over the phone. 915 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. Here's the fax that says, George, can you have Neil play convenience store parliament lights operator? Hey, Neil. Million. Should I play it? Oh, I no. guess I just did. Couldn't find it on the web. Well, there you go. We're like right on top of it today, baby. Yeah, I want to lighten up a little bit. Yesterday was very uh, heavy duty and depressing. And, uh, you know, it all needs to be said, but I don't want to get, like, too heavily morbid in all of this stuff because nothing I say is going to make a goddamn bit of difference, even though this is the only place in the uh, universe that you'll find anybody saying these things, except for what's-her-name. Power! 
who's uh, in a dream world, just like Mr. Ego. So we had a spy report moments ago. George uh, answered the phone, which is a bad mistake on Sorry. his part. From Don't some lady who said that Mr. Ego and his little cast of misfits, little Brian and all the others, uh, both of the others, uh, they every time we do a poll having anything to do with the war, like today, I guess, uh, they freep the poll. <laughs> okay, and of course, we've noticed a tremendous impact, not on those polls, yeah. because with that vast audience that Mr. Ego's got, <laughs> first of all, the old cockers that are listening to the light bulb junior, uh, ultra light bulb, those people don't have computers. Thanks, Bob. There's Bob Eisenberg with my Hallett Pontiac copy. Thank you. It's not? Barbecues. Well, where's my Hallett Pontiac copy? Bob Eisenberg? It's the 1st of April, and that's no April Foolin', mister. He better get with it. You know, I'm going to talk about his hairpiece again. He looks pretty disheveled this morning, doesn't he? Looks like crap. I have noticed. Looks like crap on two legs. Or am I confusing him with Mo? Now, what was I just saying before he opened the door and interrupted Mr. our show? Mr. Ego, Freepin'. Oh, yeah, Mr. Ego, Freepin', Creepin'. Those old cockers don't have computers anyway. So he's obviously having little or no impact. But if it makes you feel better that you're involved with our program, Steve, this is his way of trying to reach in to, like, a real audience as opposed to, like, the point one or whatever they got over there on uh, Lightbulb Junior, Lightbulb Ultralight. Speaking of Parliament Lights, maybe that's what we ought to call... Uh, do you what think a, he's ever going to get over not being able to follow you? Do, do you realize that end? I don't even know the call letters of that radio station? I don't even know if it has call letters, whatever that station is that he's on. He's on the air? <laughs> just just barely. I mean, if we're radio-ish, what does that make them, you know? <laughs> 21 quick votes on the poll there. How does religion permit the carnage of the war in Iraq? Like those seven women and children that got blown up because they didn't stop at the checkpoint, huh? Ten. I beg your pardon? There are two conflicting reports, but the latest... Uh, well, no, actually, the one I got says that there were, um, where the hell is it, 14? Right. Seven of them were Total. killed, mm -hmm. and then there were, like, three injured, and then two that uh, weren't I had hurt. heard in another report that there were actually ten killed. I see. So yeah, it's seven or ten, take your pick, it's just uh, more human life being wasted because of the fact that, uh, you know, the Bush-Cheney cartel has got to go in there. And this is, like I said, is basically the only place in the world you'll hear anybody speak the truth on radio or TV hey, because all the rest is propaganda. They shouldn't have been doing that. They I should see. have stopped. They should have Anyway, uh, don't get started again because then Mr. Ego will creep our pool. He can't control himself. I can't stop. Yeah. 21 votes. God doesn't care. He's busy with ball games. Eight. Religious fanaticism is at the root of the problem, six. Even the Lord loves Neil Rogers, three. It doesn't. The Ten Commandments says, thou shalt not kill, three. God wants us to kill our enemies, one. And it's self-defense, so God will allow it as God. Oh! None so far on our very famous pool. Come on, start that freepin', Stevie. Mr. Rigo, get going. Reach a real audience out there, which you're obviously not doing. Steve and his lemmings, his underlings. Oh, speaking of underlings... Our good friend, the Mad Dog, remember him? All right. Really let us down yesterday. Pretty wimpy, pretty wishy-washy, if you ask me. I challenged him. I threw down the gauntlet. I said, let's see what Mr. Mad Dog, this thing about Eddie Jones and the Dolphins protesting that we've got balls, QM billboard. We finally get some billboards the first time in five-plus years that we've been here. We finally get a little outside promotion. Thank you so much, Greg. Better late than never. And what do we get? We get a bunch of clowns out there responding to a a miscreant, uh, which there are no words to describe, Wacky Jackie Thompson. Why would anybody even pay any attention to him at this point, huh? It's the right time for that. I see. <laughs> I see. I forgot about that. But at any rate, first Donna Shalala, which, you know, we figured, well, what does she know? Balls. I mean, she's probably never seen any anyhow, Donna Shalala. 
But U of M, they got bent out of shape. They wanted their name removed from that billboard. They wanted to, uh, She was appalled. Okay. Now Eddie Jones of the Dolphins is upset and wants the Dolphin logo removed from that billboard. The Macho Dolphins. So I figure Man Dog being part of the Dolphin broadcast, being an ex-Dolphin, Super Bowl ring wearing Dolphin, old number 88, I figured he'd probably have something very heavy duty to say about that. And so I sat here and listened for a couple of minutes, and sure enough, he did respond. He says, well, Uncle Leo, blah, blah, blah. And it was like wimpy. You know, like, ah, geez, I mean, how could they be offended by something as silly as that? And it was like about a ten-second thing. And he just, you know, went zooming right by, and that was it. I don't think that's an adequate response to you. Now, I understand he wants to protect his own little empire there. He loves being the color guy in the Dolphin games. Mm -hmm. The audience loves having him there, and I think that's great. You know what I'm saying? All yeah. right. Yeah. But he, sometimes you got to stand up and be a real man. Be a real man, as opposed to some of us, you know, commie, pinko, fag, uh, whatever the hell, dress wearers. Yeah. Fagalist. Yeah, things like that. But, you know, Mad Dog. Jim Mandich, I am a pussy. And at least he admits it. You know, he just don't have the balls. So that thing about we've got balls, at certain day parts on the station, we've got balls. Other day parts, we're just shills. We're just shameless shills for the organizations. And that's just the way it goes, you know. So I'm, I'm, I feel bad about that. So anyway, before I get to that letter, WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Actually, what he said was Uncle Neil lighten up. So he didn't say Uncle Neil lighten up. Yeah. No, no, uh, no. He didn't. No, he didn't say that. He was talking about he was talking about the dolphins and the hurricanes. I heard it. Well, I thought he said Uncle Neil lighten up. No, I'm already lighten up. Anyway, here's uh, <laughs> so Friday. I read you those three letters today. How do right. these people know I'm doing a screenless thing? This is this is you think maybe we've turned the corner today? I think <laughs> no, oh, seriously, don't I think, think that. that that bonding moment or two with yeah. Mo this morning was the beginning of a whole new relationship with the audience, with life in general. Mark it down, George is marking it on the counter. See, they think it's an April Fool. Maybe that's what it was. God am I slow. Am I slow? Yeah. Or what? That must have been what that was with Mo uh, waving and we had chatted a little bit and Notice how I spelled it. It says bonding mo meant. M-O-M-E-N-T, a bonding moment. I think the audience isn't too happy about that. I went back on my nah. word. Huh? But you're not allowed to speak to him. I know. Under any circumstances. Still. I just uh, thought it was amusing. And he must figure in my old doddering age, although I'm not nearly as old as he is, but he must figure I got Alzheimer's and forget about all the nasty, evil things he's done to us and attempted to do and to everybody else. Watch your back, Zach. And then he goes in there and consorts with them. That's the best part of the whole deal. And he doesn't understand. They hate him like poison. Mo, you just don't get it, do you? You're in denial. Because the minute he walks out of there, they're making all kinds of caustic comments about him. They, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Sorry, Zach and Robert. They love Mo a lot. The more they work with him, the more they like him. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just making that up. I know you I'm are. just a mean bastard. <laughs> no, I mean the, the first part. Which one am I making up? I don't know. I'm confusing myself. WQAM. Good morning. Can I speak to Neil? Speaking, sir. Good morning, Neil. Good morning to you. Top of the morning. Top of the morning to you. You know Moe's listening. You know Goldie's listening. Please play a couple seconds of your baseball play-by-play. -play. I, I don't have it. Well, you got it. I know you got it somewhere. I got you it at home. So, I mean, if you'd like me to leave now, I can go home and search for some old cassettes. I'd, I'd be delighted to do that. Let's go ahead. Your, huh? Okay. I'll play some filler music. Do I have your permission to leave now? Yes. Okay, see you later. Okay, sir. <laughs> Domino for Bissom. <laughs> and, and what is that? Let, let me just say this to you, okay? I don't need to prove to Mo Howard David or anybody else what a good job I did on UM Baseball. I happen to be a very good play-by-play -play guy. Also, hockey, which he don't even understand what hockey's all about. I'm a great hockey announcer. 
But quite frankly, rather than compete with all the ex-jocks to try to do play-by-play and be a sports guy, I decided to do something else that I'm making a lot more money than I would have had I tried to be a play-by-play guy. See what I'm saying? Well, no, what are you saying? I'm saying forget about it. It's all in the past. It's the ancient past. And it's an ego thing with Mo, you know. Oh, my God, he might have actually been good at that. That would be t- that would bother him, the fact that I would have been good at doing play-by-play. That would disturb him greatly. I know that. And I know you're listening, Mo, even though you lied and say that you don't. On that long, long haul back up to Boca, where all the old, old farts live. Well, that doesn't count anyway. Play by play, baseball and hockey—that's not like football, like a man. Like real sport. men, right? Who uh, protest about the "We Got Balls" billboard? Sure. Real men like Eddie Jones. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, Eddie, I think maybe you and Donna Shalala got a lot in common, Eddie. Neither one of you have any balls. Anyway, we'll get to these letters, but I'm going to take a lot of calls here today because we're trying to like lighten things up just a little bit from yesterday when everybody was a little bit too intense, don't you think? No. I know I thought it was great. No, I did, but I can't do that every day. I'm going to have a no, nervous breakdown. I'm not going to change anything. What am I going to change? Intermittently. Yeah, once in a great while when the mood strikes me because you know us here at QAM. Jim Mandich, I am a pussy. Yeah, we know that. In fact, uh, Eddie Jones probably has naked pictures of Mad Dog and Joe Rose at home somewhere, which is why he just don't say too much. WQAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Absolutely love your poll today. I was talking to a right winger yesterday who tried to convince me with a straight face that not only would Jesus be a Republican, but he'd be a member of the NRA. Oh, yeah. And he'd be in favor of the Huh. I uh, always thought that the depictions of Jesus make him look like one of those hippies, you know, like one of the peacenik kind of people. Exactly. And, and then I'm wondering, I'm wondering when the next generation of Army posters is going to come out where the, you know, the Jesus with a pointing finger, we want you for the U.S. <laughs> and, I mean, it, it, with this current administration, how long can that be? I can just see it. I can see three of them. I can see one of those billboards where, like, we got the one where it changes, you know, and the picture starts out as Osama, and then it turns to George W., and then it's Jesus' head on the body. Yeah, let's go kill somebody in the name of Christ. What do you think? There you go. See ya. Have a great day, Pally. What do you say? Let's go out and kill some people. In the name of our uh, good friend... Jesus Christ. Nice going, Neil. Thank you. I got a quick finger, baby. Just ask Mo. He'll tell you. Here's a fax that says... I don't know. I just I just got a little bug up my ass today. A little bug, that is, Mo. Don't get carried away. What yeah. a homophobic asshole he is. I mean, just obsessed. Obsessed. Well, he's that time. Huh? Like Archie Bunker Syndrome, you know? Is that what All it is? old fossils. Man, just a homophobic putz. Lighten up a little bit, Mo, okay? Anybody that's been raped at it as many times by guys as you've been. Well, they didn't have faggots in his day. I see. What's he smoking? <laughs> Here's a fact that says, I don't know if you've noticed that Phil Henry is a total right-wing asshole. <laughs> Are you sure? That's what it says. He likes to point out that he's a liberal who supports the war, but if you listen to him, which I've stopped doing, you can tell just how much stardom has changed him. He berates people who don't share his view of the war. He does maybe one comedy bit on his show now, right down the crapper, it says. I went to the PETA website, P-E-T-A. I always call it that, but it's really... PETA. And they have a picture of Mo on there. It seems they're pissed about the skunk on his head. Even skunks deserve better than that. Yeah, it, it smells real bad, okay? At least I think it was the hairpiece. Hey, I think it was Gildy. Maybe he was farting up a storm, like you Peter. said. PETA. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was his... PETA. 20... <laughs> Maybe he didn't wash it. <laughs> 26 past 9 at 560 WQM on a great Tuesday. Oh! Innocent men, women, and children, little babies getting shot up and killed, butchered. And America's going around, yeah, we're number one, baby, USA, USA, yeah, yeah. What do you say, USA? And like this last guy said, all the God Squad out there, oh, yeah, Jesus would be a card-carrying member of the NRA. He'd be out there shooting up a bunch of 
schmock the heads and he'd be uh, kicking ass. See, like, didn't I say that yesterday? Religion and this whole thing, there, there's no difference. Same, nope. same thing. And, well, it's not the Shiites, it's the Sunnis, and no, it's the Kurds in the north, and no, it, it, it's all, it's like that thing out of uh, Monty Python, right. you know? Which, which militant ethnic uh, subgroup are we talking about? Which one is the good one and which one is the bad one? Is it the Al-Ansar Islam? Well, which one is it? And now, of course, we're frantically scurrying around trying to make the connection between yeah. Al-Qaeda and um, Sodom. Ugh. Frantically. They are intelligent. Wouldn't, wouldn't you says, think, wouldn't you think we'd have done that before? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I, I just mentioned that in passing, Father Paranoia. I, I watched that again on DVD. Yeah. And it's got all the uh, other the extra scenes in it and everything. Like when Linda Blair comes backward down the uh, stairs and her head spins around. Have you ever seen that with the extra scenes in it? Yes. I love it. One of the great movies in the history of mankind, boys and girls, if you're wondering about all these grotesque things that are going on in the world today, get The Exorcist. The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! 28 past 9 at 560 WQAM. Hey, you know, this copy that Todd Dreck has got here for Fast Train is unacceptable. It's unacceptable, Todd, just like you are. You're a piece of crap, man. You're a piece of Dreck. Anyway, you folks out there, if you find yourself in a really bad dead-end job that you hate like poison, maybe you hate your boss like poison, call Fast Train and get yourself on the road to a real job with a real paycheck. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Get out of your dead-end job and get started in a new high-paying computer career. No excuses anymore. Call Fast Train. We've been telling you about this for a long time. Even Geldy talks about it. What does that tell you? Call Fast Train at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They offer convenient day, evening, and weekend classes for you. Check them out on the web at FastTrain.com. Get out to that dead-end job because computer professionals are in high demand. Call Fast Train today. they got locations all over town, so there's bound to be one nearby where you're hanging out. They're in Miami, Kendall, Pembroke Pines, and Fort Lauderdale, so like I said, they're nearby you. Register at FastTrain.com to get your free American flag bumper sticker, as the case may be. Call Fast Train today, toll-free, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, and get a big fat paycheck real soon. Ratings for the last book. Yeah, I know whose fault that is. Sure, couldn't possibly be us. Watch your back, back, or you won't wait for more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Watch your back, back, or you won't wait for more, no more. I got enough, I gotta think about on top of getting raped, and then I don't need a rating that's a minus eight. Don't care what you do, long as it's understood, you gotta wait a little harder on the guest you book. Or else you got to go. There's a lot of fat producers, you know. That's right, watch your back, Zach. Or you won't wait for more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Watch your back, Zach. Or you won't wait for more, no more. Oh, brother, all that blubber I don't understand. Now you can eat from a trough while using both hands. Yeah, big fat punch, you made a ratings fool. You're just like Clinton, it's all your fault. Better straighten your fat ass out. Or we'll take the food out of your mouth. That's right, punch your back, Zack. Or you won't work for more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Punch your back, Zack. Or you won't work for more, no more. Listen what we say! Punch your back, Zack. Or you won't work for more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Watch your back, Zach, or you won't wait for more no more. You know who I am? You're lucky you got a job here. 
Try that one more time and you're all fired. 9.32 at 5.60 WQAM. Here's a uh, fax, although we already know about this. Thank you. U.S. troops made boot Rivera. The Pentagon, I thought they already uh, got him out of there. And then he claims uh, that he's uh, more inside than he was before, that he's moved to a different location and he's got... Uh, at any rate, it's kind of ironic because Fox News Channel is who he's working for. And they were calling Peter Arnett a traitor and just excoriating, having a nervous breakdown. By the way, Peter Arnett was hired by the British newspaper, the uh, Daily Mirror. I just thought I'd mention that in passing. But Fox goes on there with a Peter Arnett story about how he got canned by MSNBC and uh, by National Geographic. And uh, their own reporter, Geraldo Rivera, may have endangered troops by drawing a map in the sand that detailed where the 101st Airborne Division was, uh, which was, uh, he was traveling, wasn't embedded, but he was traveling with them in Iraq. How do you like that? CNN and MSNBC reported that Rivera's been kicked out of Iraq. He says it ain't true. He says he's still in there. He said he tied a yellow ribbon to an old oak tree and, uh, <laughs> huh? And him and Tony Orlando are bonding. You ever see them together? Same person. No, right. Same person. Only Tony's got a little bit more of that good old-time religion. We're looking today for the answers on how God and Jesus and all of this other, how they uh, permit this carnage, this grotesque crap, all of this bombing and innocent people on all sides dying, having their lives snuffed out, having their limbs blown off. He likes it. Does he like it? Yeah. He I liked like it in the uh, Bible, in the sure. good book, I'll tell you that. He liked a lot of that stuff. Kill them all. Don't leave one standing. WQAM. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning to you. You know, I, something curious happened to me this morning. Chronic. What, no, no, no. Didn't no. I talk to you yesterday? Yeah, but I haven't talked Yeah, months. no, no, no. Have a nice day. I mean, he's a good guy. I like him. He had some interesting stuff there yesterday about uh, GR, which it took me. I was thinking about that. George Rodriguez. He just doesn't realize you spell it with a J because right. he's, um, he's probably reeking or something. <laughs> no, no, seriously. That's like what he Yelda. was talking about. I didn't know you and Carolyn were that tight. But he's the guy that called us yesterday with that little personal tidbit. At any rate, well, what is wrong with you? Why are you, like, hyperventilating in there? He's That's the guy. Am I, I know my right, voice that's, is, that's man. The guy, time. Sure. And the fact that we like him a lot. Sir, don't take it personally unless you want to. You're a great guy. He used to be a wonderful caller. But uh, two days in a row is a no-no, even though, you know, we're not right. getting a whole lot of action on there. That's okay, because I feel a lot better today after my bonding with Mo, and that's no April fooling. <laughs> no, it, it was just, it was, like I told you, it was, it was surreal. It was just... I walk in the door and I look in there and he's like waving at me like frantically like, hey, how you been? I'm like He knows I've been here for a few days. Maybe it's National Brotherhood Week. Is that what it us. is? Oh. He said everybody hates the fags or something like that as I walk by. <laughs> everybody hates Jew. Oh, I see. Does that include him? I wonder if that, the raccoon on his head, I wonder if that thing is Jewish. It's kosher. I wonder if it's circumspect. So anyway, last Friday, there was three embarrassing letters to the editor ripping the protesters, the anti-war protesters, in the Herald, including one by Alan Savitz and Coral Gables, who says, if we allow freedom of expression during a war, it will result in the deaths of many good Americans. So anyway, I was uh, read that a couple of times. It was outrageous. And in this morning's Herald, finally, no April fooling, in this morning's Herald, here are two letters. Jason in Weston says, shock and awe is what I felt reading Alan Savitz's March 28th letter, protest protested. I can't believe that an American citizen would put forth an idea that law should be enacted limiting freedom of expression under any circumstances, much less support the thought that opposition to a war should be considered an act of treason. Consider two countries, Iraq and pre-World War II Germany. Under this view, we'll all start goose-stepping and towing the party line once the majority has its say that, that there's no room for dissenters. Does Orwell come to mind? Yes. 
The American flag still waves for all of us. Just because many people question the justification for this war doesn't mean that we don't support our military forces and love our country. Well said, Jason and Weston. I like that part about goose-stepping. Sarah in Miami Beach writes, Alan Savitz accuses anti-war protesters of treason. The U.S. Constitution explicitly defines treason as consisting only in levying war against the U.S. or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. Since the anti-war protesters are not engaging in any of the above activities, they're not committing an act of treason. Furthermore, their right to assemble is protected by the First Amendment, which doesn't include any conditions prohibiting freedom of expression during wartime. Anti-war protesters have every right to protest a war that they believe is wrong, even when the war is already underway. Being against the war is not equivalent to being against American soldiers. I have the utmost respect for America's troops, admire them greatly. However, I'm also against the Iraqi war. Nice going, Sarah, in Miami Beach. Very simple, very common sense. Makes all the sense in the world. But people like Allen and the Gables, though, continue to write this swill, this garbage. Let's just give up all of our rights and just dummy up and goose-step in line, as uh, Jason said. Let's all goose-step. And the answer is, no. we're not going to goose-step. How do you like that, huh? We're not goose-stepping, baby. Some of us. Whether all these right-wing, Bible-thumping, hypocritical assholes like it or not. 116 votes on the poll. How does religion permit the carnage of the war in Iraq? Religious fanaticism is at the root of the problem. 62. Take that and stick it in your pipe and smoke it, Mr. Ego, you jackass. You pathetic, phony, baloney goofball. Hey, just wait till he mobilizes. With all phony his, uh... body parts. Seriously, can you name me one part of his body that's the original I don't one? Wanna... Huh? I think that might that be it. Me. I bet you maybe he's even got a phony ass. You do that inventory. I don't want to. I already well, smelled some bad crap this morning in the hallway. We could ask Brian. Was it was it Moe's wig or was it his uh, bag or was it just Geldy d d dropped a pitched the loaf in his pants? Huh? You think? <laughs> it was something, man. Something really stunk out there in the hallway by Geldy. Peter. Sixty-six uh, say religious fanaticism. Uh, God doesn't care. He's busy with ball games. Twenty-seven of you said that, and of course this is a sports station, so uh, yes. makes sense to me. All you jackass jocks out there pointing up to the sky. Yeah, the Lord did it. He helped me make that great play, that great catch, that great run. What a what an embarrassment, you know? How is it that people watch that crap and they're just not nauseated by it, you know? I mean, I realize you don't watch any because you don't watch ball games, but even if you did, to see some illiterate moron pointing out. Uh, speaking of illiterate moron, Skippy just walked in. Oh, oh. There you go. Get with it, Skippy. And by the way, tell, tell Bob Eisenberg that if he don't give me that new Hallett copy in the next hour or two, that we're going to rip him an ass on the ear and yank that wig off, too, and get Charles off Erie to toss him out. Get Time to get with it, Skippy. And you, too, by the way. Has he got, like, orange hair? He's strange. He's like a cartoon <laughs> yeah, yeah, character. Strange. Huh? He's a strange little dude, that Skippy. Although, I'll tell you, he must have something. Because Screw Answer gave him a big client list when he got here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know. I guess what Screw Ann is, if you give her something big, she'll give you back something big. It sure worked with... Roy! Little tit for tat. That was George. With a G. Who's tat? Let's see. Even the Lord Loves Neil Rogers is 19 votes. It, uh, let's see. Uh, the religion doesn't permit this. The Ten Commandments say thou shalt not kill. Ten people said that. It's self-defense, so God will allow it, too. And last and the least, also with two, God wants us to kill our enemies. <laughs> yeah. Smite them. Smite them all. Don't leave one of them standing. And then, of course, kill the firstborn children, the male children, all of sure. these things. All the instructions in your your Bible, you religious, uh, you God squad out there, about uh, how you should kill this one and kill that one. And uh, so, so naturally, this has been going on since the beginning of recorded time. Sure. 
Because you're just following God's orders. Just like the Germans said, we were just following orders. So. And speaking of the Germans, by the way. You understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone. 20 before 10 at 560 WQM on a swell Tuesday. Oh! It really is. It's a great day. I don't know what it is. It's April 1st. I'm not fooling, though. I just uh, have this feeling. I think it was that Mo Bonding this morning. Remember, Carl Allen had a great horse, a trotter named Mo Bandy. Remember that, George? Mo Bandy? Who? And uh, I think it was the Mo Bonding. See, Carl Allen. Rod Allen. There you go. That's for Dick Feinberg, okay, who squeezes himself every time I mention a harness racing name on here. And I mentioned Brian Sears is God. Oh! I'm sorry again about that weak interview on the phone, Brian, but I didn't think it was you. I thought maybe it was a ringer like, like your dad. You know, for years I've been telling you about the health benefits of Oleomed, and I keep telling you because this stuff really works, it's great. Oleomed soft gels contain pharmaceutical-grade olive oil. I can't say that word, you know, because it's just, that's why they put it in the copy a lot. Pharmaceutical. See, I can say it all by itself, pharmaceutical, but in the middle of a sentence, I just it contains really good stuff. Not just ordinary pedestrian olive oil, but super concentrated, loaded with health benefits. Oleomed every day can help reduce the risk of heart disease and high cholesterol. Plus, there are 14 different Oleomed formulas to choose from, each one containing pharmaceutical-grade olive oil with vitamins, minerals, and herbals to support specific needs from your bones to your blood pressure to your immune system. You just pick out the formulas that are right for you and what you need. And don't forget there are three new Oleomed formulas, one to help you sleep, one to help you control your weight, and CoQ10, CellQ10, which is very important and great for your heart. You'll find Oleomed at Publix, Eckerd's, Walgreens, Whole Food Markets, Navarro's, and Sedano's. Order it online at oleomedamerica.com. If you want to get more information about their products and what they can do for you, call them toll-free, 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. Get your Oleomed today and start feeling like a real human being. Live, Live and local, we're Sports Radio 560 QAM. This man doing here? The Middle Eastern world will be exploded. Saddam had people killed with the gas that we sold him. First time aggressor nation and the only one that's growing. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing. Forget about Korea and the nukes they're toting and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Three thousand people killed are now forgotten. Let's exploit them instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam to placate Osama. There's no longer mention of the name Bin Laden, but no one seems concerned, all comfy and complacent, believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some. Weapons of mass destruction. The loss of civil rights is the 
price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, Nazi Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide, table talkers all are saying. Blind, obedient cattle don't have any reservation. Out of provoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall and Halliburton installed with no objection at all. Democrats don't have the balls and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed heads. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Why don't you go back to Canada, you Jew bastard? I might have to, because at least my equipment up there works, you know. I noticed again during that bit, just like yesterday, we had some noise. Now, you think it's possible, because I'm not really all that familiar with what the maintenance on CD players... But isn't there a thing where you have to clean, like, the eye? Sometimes it can get unaligned. That's what Gelly, I think, need to do this morning, clean the brown eye. The lens can get dirty. The what? The lens, the laser lens. Right. I think our lens is dirty, Julio. He was in here asking this morning, as he always does every morning, is everything working okay? And mistakenly, I said yes, because I thought it was a dirty disc yesterday. Why don't I call Boca Brian and have him uh, bring a, when he brings his disc? Yeah. To reburn those and see if that makes a difference. No, no, I, but I, well, why would it make a difference? I've played, you don't understand. Oh, this isn't a new disc. I've played this a zillion times off of that mean. disc, and it sounded just fine. Right. So obviously it's a, it's a, uh, Denon problem. It's like an equipment problem. Equipment problem at QAM is like saying, hey, guess what? The sun is shining in Florida. You know? It's just par for the course. I may have to go back up there and, uh, you know, risk my health with that SARS epidemic up in Toronto and Hong Kong and all around the world is strange pneumonia. It's not really all that bad, but people get freaked out, you know, running around with masks on their puss. Let's see. Here's a fax from, uh, oh, there's Julio. See, he's right on top of things. Did you hear what I just said, or did you just wander in? Now, is it possible that the decks that is, because this is not the same one we had the problem yesterday. It was the upper one. Do they get, like, dirty? Is there something that needs to be? Let's try a different disc. Not a Boca Brian disc, because he burns those at home, you know. You don't understand. The discs don't degrade. Yeah, sometimes they do. Sometimes they can. In that short of a time? it's a. Over, what's the date on this disc? It's only like about a month old. The date is like, uh, well, you don't put the date on here because you're a putz. Yeah. It's like from the last month. It's like from March of 2003, mister. Try a uh, factory disc. Oh. <laughs> Jesus God mm. almighty. What is wrong with this man, huh? We used to have such a classy show until this little bastard got involved in it. Of course, that was a long time ago. I've had homemade discs uh, degrade on me. Okay. Well, let's try the Clinton and Dole on 60 Minutes. Well, they can't degrade they, that yeah, fast. They, they can. can. Maybe he's using cheap crap. Here we go. 60 Minutes takes two former rivals and rekindles the flame. It's Clinton versus Dole. Point counterpoint on 60 Minutes. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm a lover, too. I just need a little help. Hey, that's out of bounds. Nothing's out of bounds. Didn't you hear him just say that? What? Clinton and Dole on the economy, war, the environment, and Joe Millionaire. I would.
would not have picked Zora. Ah, no kidding. Everyone knows you're more of a slurp, slurp, gulp, gulp kind of guy. Clinton and Dole. Point counterpoint. I will open up a can of whoop-ass on you, Bob Dole. I'll kick your butt with one hand, Bill, which is a good thing, I guess. Ah, ah. Clinton and Dole. 60 Minutes this spring. So you think that the Boca Brian's discs are degrading? I've heard it said it has something to do with the burn rate. I've heard that they're humiliating and degrading, <laughs> especially that Condoleezza one. That's what I heard. Wow. No, so that one sounded okay, and that was a factory uh, thing. If you use a fast burn rate, I've heard it said, you uh, increase the tendency that the disc will degrade. Well, excuse me, okay? Well, if that's the case, let's play another cut from the same disc, because okay. if the disc is degrading, wouldn't they all be screwed up? Stands to reason. Since you're the experts, uh, Julio's standing like a rumors. Huh? No, seriously, let's listen to a little bit of this. If it'll ever play. Come on already, oh, Jesus see, Christ. Degraded. Hey, Brian, burn the disc. Hey, Brian, you're an asshole, man. One X, Brian. Okay, what a schmuck. Burn him in real time. Jesus Christ. Is that embarrassing or what? I'll call him now. Yeah, call him up and tell me he's an idiot. Oh, he's listening. Tell me he's a little lemming. Don't make him feel like all depressed, though. <laughs> how, I know. How don't I do that? 179 votes on the poll. So thank you, Julio, for being uh, caring enough to send your very best. But it's us. As usual, it's us. We're screwed up. It's Boca Brian, not us. He's an idiot. What What is he doing? Is he using this one that destruct like on Mission Impossible? After you listen to the CD, CD Mr. Phelps, it will self-destruct. Is that what he's doing? Maybe he's using his backup computer. Yeah, maybe he's backing it up. WQAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, how you doing? Okay. Wow, great show yesterday. It was dynamite. It was sensational, man, but we don't want to do that too often. I, you're oh. getting too old for oh, that. Do it more often. Hey, I heard you ripping uh, Howard Stern's on yesterday about him uh, being on the right wing side. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wonder where his stance was during the Vietnam War. Uh, I, I don't know. He, he wasn't on the air during the Vietnam War. Yeah, and then did he um, enlist on? But, but sir, let me ask you: why, why are you asking me this, though? I mean, what I don't no, understand. I, I just don't, I just don't get him. You know, at one moment he's um, supposed to be peace-loving on guy, and next minute he's going to be on their side. Well, it's, I mean, up. he just evidently has joined the parade. Everybody sold out. Phil Henry and uh, Howard Stern. Everybody was supposed to be cutting-edge, counterculture, a real, uh, you know, radical, and now all of a sudden they've goose-stepped into the line. Oh, I don't get goodness. it. It's a sad thing. Pretty but scary, though, isn't it? I'm telling you, keep strong there. Okay, thank you. I mean, I guess I'm the only guy who's stupid enough to keep, uh, you know, uh, swimming upstream, climbing uphill, fighting against the tide, all of these other stupid cliches. Maybe you have uh, a conscience. It's got nothing to do with that. I don't I don't ever come on here and give opinions based on what I think is going to be popular. Good God Almighty. <laughs> you know, the, the uh, atheist no. Jew fag, I mean, forget about that act, you know. In fact, maybe we'll do the born-again Christian thing. Didn't yeah. work too good for Mr. Ego, though. All that pandering Doesn't seem to be doing. working too good for him and those ten old yentas he's got. Freep my pull my ass, Steve. <laughs> Who the hell are you kidding? <laughs> Oi, Vey, let's go to the computer and freep Neil Rogers' pull. <laughs> that old, uh, Hamyankel. Here's a long fax about uh, Dave Van Boring and all this. Well, it's a very good fax. Thank you from the West Palm Beach listener, but I want to read it on here because we don't want to do a lot of Marlin stuff here. I think Mo and Geldy covered that very, very well at a great length this morning. You know what else is there to say? But he does, the, the faxer does have a good point. They had a, I mean, the game stunk. They you know gave up eight runs early, but they clawed their way back, made a game out of it late when everybody was gone. But the point of the you know at least they're making some kind of an effort is what he says. 
I uh, remain, I mean, I have to be convinced, okay, because this outfit, I think they're still just biding their time until they have to move the franchise in a couple of years, and that a lot of people are just getting sucked in by the free wieners, you know. Anything free, bobblehead dolls, mm-hmm. works for the Panthers, sure. fill that play. Oh, it's a free bobblehead doll, pins, let's go, Daddy, you know, pins, free pennies, pins, right? ball cap day, sure. uh, whatever it is. This is a great town for giveaways, man. You got something free, just like this show. You watch, all the people are going to be calling in for free Marlin tickets. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. You mark my words, man. They'll be lined up from here to Okeechobee. Although right now we only got the one call on screenless. I'm pretty depressed about that. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm in here in Lake Worth. How you doing today? You're in Lake Worth. You don't sound old enough to be in Lake Worth, Mister. I know. Hey, you know, um, I heard you mention Phil's name. Yeah. And, uh, I'll tell you what, man. He's got to have the Rush Limbaugh blow-up doll going. Yeah, but wait. Yeah, but wait a second. He has taken so many steps to the right; it's unbelievable. It's unreal. Yeah. I mean, and, and not only is he pro-war, but those of us that oppose it, he just ridicules us, and and he just thinks that we're anti-American and this mm-hmm. and that. He, he's unbelievable. Well, that's I, pretty stupid. I thought that he was a pretty sharp guy, but I mean, and, and again, I, I don't think he really believes that. I think he's probably saying it. Because of the fact that that's the Clear Channel Company line, and uh, he wants to be, you know, he wants to be on the side of Fox News and all these other right-wing assholes. Hey, you know, you brought up your poll today about the uh, religion and if it had anything to do with the war. Mm-hmm. They had a, um, I was watching World News last night, and they actually had Bush on September 16th of 2001 stating that the United States was going to undertake a crusade. Yeah. Uh, and the whole gist of the thing was whether or not the Christians were going to have a crusade against yeah. the Muslims. You know, this whole thing now, I mean, I'm sure you've been watching the news as much as the rest of us, and you're seeing people from Syria, Lebanon, they're coming in by the busloads. Mm-hmm. These people, you know, they'll do anything for Allah. They're they said they've got 5,000 of them, so the Iraqis claim 5,000 of these uh, would-be uh, suicide bombers who want to yeah. give up their lives for uh, Allah yeah. and uh, so, get so even the evildoers. Even if Hussein is knocked off, it's ne- it's going to be just like the Israeli-Palestinian uh, issue. It's never going to stop. Well, and like uh, Hosni Mubarak from Egypt said yesterday, he said, first we had a one-bid Laden, and now with thanks to this, we're going to have a hundred-bid right. Laden. I got one question for you. Yes, sir. Which will happen first, an end to the Iraqi war or a Panther home win? We'll do a poll. I love you, Neil. Thanks, Pally. Bye. Let's do a poll. That'll make Mo happy. He's all bent out of shape about our poll. And then he has to spell it out. Homophobia, man. Everybody who points the fingers, everybody who's worried about everybody else's who they're sleeping with. To me, those people are all a little bit suspect. You catch my drift? No, I'm hit. And, of course, keep in mind, these sports guys who like to hang around in the locker room a lot, yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking out loud at this point. I'm not making any accusations. I'm not pointing the finger at anybody other than Clarence. But other than that, what? <laughs> oh, Clarence still had that big smile on his push today. He's still pleased about that. Rectum close uh, personal encounter he had with the beast. Although he said he wished the beast would shave it a little bit. His breasts? Whatever it was that he had contact with. He wished he'd shave it. His legs are uh, hairless. This is WQM where we have balls, by the way. Oh! In spite of what Eddie Jones and, uh, what's her name? Donna Sh- and Shillelagh think. And Wacky Jackie. We don't give a crap, okay? How do you like that? We don't give a flying crap. Greg Reed finally grew a little tiny pair just when he didn't think it would happen. And he finally said, hey, we'll find out who really has the balls, he said. Nice going there, Greg. It's about time. Oh! Schmuck. 9.57 at 5.60 WQM. What's the schedule for today, Neil, since you always do such a great job of promoting everything and everybody on the station, including even Mo and Gildy and Mo Bandy? 
Jim Mandichu won. Jim Mad Dog in the building. I dare him to come in here and look me in the eye and say he did an adequate job. I mean, I realize it's not something you have to spend a lot of time on, especially he was out at the game yesterday trying to get a big crowd, which they had thousands of people walk up, uh, you know, buy the tickets. That was good. They heard there was a free weenie. But now today that he's in the studio, no excuses, okay? I want to hear at least 60 seconds. I'm going to get up the stopwatch. I want to hear at least a 60-second diatribe about how juvenile and childish and embarrassing it is for the U of M and the Butch Miami Dolphin organization to be upset about us having a billboard that says we got balls. Talk about humorless. Talk about tragic. Talk about pathetic, huh? You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. So get with it, mad dog. Quit being a pussy. At 3 o'clock, we got Hank Goldberg from Vegas. Hank's got a better gig than I got. He's not only is he all over the place, but he's in places where he loves to be. He's over there at the sports book right now, plunging his guts out. Well, probably not at 7 o'clock in the morning. He will be. 6.30, you got the Shitco Panther preview. 7 o'clock tonight, the Panthers at the Washington Capitals, another road game, although the Caps are really desperate to win that game because Tampa Bay got a tie last night with the Bruins. How about the Ranger-Atlanta game last night? Anybody see that? No. Wow, what a game. Those trashers look out for Atlanta next year in the NHL. They're going to be something. They are really exciting to watch. But the, Panthers, the Rangers did get one desperately needed point. They still don't look like they're going to make the playoffs, to which we say, oh! good. Eddie K. after the Panther hockey game, and Joe and Mark overnight to spew a bunch of anti-war propaganda. Now, what's their take on the war, by the way? Do we know? I I don't want to say. Still reluctant about buying a bed over the phone? Don't be. You can lie in bed on a real comfortable mattress listening to the Joe and Mark Overnight Show between 2 and 6 and just throwing things at the radio. When you call Dollar Mattress, that's how I've been doing it. It's an intelligent way to make a purchase like this because you don't have to run around wasting gas and time and certainly not money. Dollar Mattress carries only the best in the business. they got Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King, Coil, the top names that everybody knows and loves, in every size and style. In other words, you want it, they got it in stock ready for practically immediate delivery. And Dollar Mattress has more repeat and referral customers than anybody in the world because they know how to treat their customers right, and they'll do the same for you. Once you buy your mattress from Dollar Mattress, you'll never go back to those showrooms, those bedding and department stores again, because this is a piece of cake. You just pick up the phone, make that one easy call to 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, and they'll be there in no time at all. And don't forget, when you do buy your mattress from Dollar Mattress, another bonus for you, they take away the crappy old smelly bedding and set up your brand new one for free. No extra charges, no rip-offs. Dollar Mattress sets up the new one, takes away the crappy old smelly nasty soil bedding for free. So make the call right now and guarantee yourself months and years of great comfort and a good night's sleep every night with Dollar Mattress. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. That's 1-800-MATTRESS for our good friends at Dial a Mattress. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Mackinac. This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. If you watch only one reality show this season, you'll want to watch the show where the kids finally get into the action. Tonight on Fox, the premiere of Touched by an American Idol. Young boys from all over the country will compete for the affection and fortune of American icon Michael Jackson. That's a beautiful thing. Touched by an American Idol. What's it doing now? This is called growing and changing. It's reality TV like no other. And you get to vote on who gets to sleep in Michael's bed. Honestly. Touched by an American Idol. Tuesday nights at 10 on Fox. What's wrong with sharing a lot? But I don't want to share. 1002 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. Some very bizarre faxes here. That's pretty unusual, isn't it? No. 
It says uh, from Steve, it says, first time uh, fax or long time listener, uh, I'm on AOL, it's the worst. And this week, AOL put you on their not recommended website list. You following that? No. Who are you talking to? Book Brian. Well, tell him to get, tell him to get his act together, okay, and quit uh, giving us these degrading uh, pieces of material. He's burning one now. Yeah, and I bet he is too. burning one. Nutcase. AOL this week put you on their not recommended website list. I don't know what that means. Huh? It says, and then trying to get to your site, I got these responses, which I don't know what that means. Thought you'd like to know. And it's just, I don't, I don't know what that means. Fox News is right underneath ours. Well, that's great. That'll give you a chance to check out what the right-wing lunatics are doing, okay, at Fox News and Newsmax.com. We don't really give a crap about AOL. And they suck. I, They're the huh? devil. They are the devil. They're the evildoers. We got 217 votes on the poll. They haven't even been up uh, close to an hour yet, so we must be getting somebody going through on there besides Mr. Ego's uh, Freepers. Jeepers Creepers, it must be Steve's Freepers. Huh? How does... And we haven't had one call yet about the religion thing and about how God uh, just sits back and, and is on our side. That's what uh, Georgie's always saying. George W., that is. Somebody faxes me this. Speaking of that, German President Rao criticizes Bush's religious fervor. The German president says weapons inspectors were the right solution to the conflict with Iraq. In the combat zone, U.S. troops kill eight unarmed civilians at checkpoints. German President Johannes Rao has added his voice to the millions of others expressing harsh criticism of U.S. President George W. Bush and that he's uh, reading against the Iraqi regime, reacting in whatever, I guess, uh, missing a line. In a TV interview broadcast yesterday, last night, Rao challenged Bush on a subject that's very close to the U.S. president's heart, religion. The German president, whose position puts him above the daily skirmishing among Germany's political parties, said, the Bible didn't call on anyone to conduct crusades. I don't believe that a people receives a message from God to free another people, Rao said. He added that Pope John Paul II actually had the right religious approach to the conflict with Iraq. In the days leading up to the fighting, the Pope stressed the war would be a defeat for humanity. Whoever decides that all peaceful means available under international law are exhausted assumes a grave responsibility before God, his own conscience, and history, the Vatican said last month. How do you like that, huh? Even though, of course, the Vatican is full of crap, but nevertheless, even the doddering old clown like the Pope says, cut it out, W. Cut the crap. Here's another fact that says the favorite four-letter word down here is F-R-E-E. -E. Absolutely correct, sir. Even the grocers have it figured out when they say buy one, get one free instead of 50% off. Restaurants give a free appetizer or dessert. Gas stations give free car wash with Philip. These are just a few examples. You could offer on your show free tickets to the beach and the lines would light right up. South Florida equals cheap, says this faxer. And let me say it again. Absolutely correct, sir. Price is right on the phone calls, by the way, which I don't see very many of. We're doing screenless, and I have one line flashing. Pretty embarrassing, isn't it? Well, it would be normally. Okay. WQAM. Hello. No, how with David is it is. I rape it as long. Oh! WQAM. I'm local. Okay, there you go. There's three in a row. Three good ones for you. Oh. That's the South Florida audience for you, ladies and gentlemen. That's the material you folks have today. Just pathetic. I thought we were going to have a good time today. We did for the first hour. No, we're having a good time. They're not. They suck. Is there anything new about that? No. No, they just blow, man. Really blow big time. Blow chunks. Britain's Mirror hires fired veteran Peter Arnett. Britain's Daily Mirror said yesterday it hired veteran U.S. reporter Peter Arnett, sacked by American TV network NBC, after he told Iraqi TV the U.S. war plan against Saddam Hussein has failed. I report the truth of what's happening in Baghdad and will not apologize for what he told the tabloid, although he did apologize. What does that mean? Right. 
He told the tabloid newspaper, one of the most prominent opponents of Britain's involvement in the war. I'm still in shock and awe at being fired, the New Zealand-born Arnett, who won a Pulitzer Prize for his Vietnam War coverage, wrote under the headline banner, This War is Not Working. So it took him less than a day to get another job. He's uh, given his opinion and doing his thing and saying his piece. Walter Cronkite has a lengthy piece. Where did that appear, by the way? I guess in the New York Times, an op-ed piece, which is on our website today, neilrogers.com. I'm not going to read it. Speaking with the enemy, it's in the New York Times, in which, uh, he re I don't know, he's all over the place, poor old Walter. But he does say at the very end, he, you know, he says he made a mistake by uh, granting the interview to Iraqi TV, but he says, Mr. Arnett's firing is more than a personal setback. With him gone from the airwaves, Americans have lost an eye on Baghdad that had proved a valuable addition to our knowledge of the mysterious enemy. In other words, he was right there in the middle of the action, as opposed to CNN, which got kicked out in Iraq a long time ago. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. We want to hear about the Marlins game yesterday, about the free wieners, about the missing programs, don't we? No. WQAM? Yes, good morning, Neil. How are you today? Okay, sir. Uh, listen, Neil, you know, you, you, you took this poll you're taking about God. Yeah. The problem is God is right now, he's on vacation, I don't know if you knew that or not. Uh -huh. And he has the county firm, i.e. Paul Crotch at TBN, sucking money out of the public in God's name. Uh-huh. And uh, that's why God's not watching this war at all. Okay, thanks. We didn't, uh, weren't aware of that. Were you aware of that? What? <laughs> oh. Woo! South Florida, baby! We're doing it! We are doing it! Oh, oh, oh! What am I doing here? You know, I'd rather catch SARS. No, you I'd rather take you my chances with a bu huh? How about this weather? What about it? You don't yeah, have that's to true. That's true. They cool had a little bit of weather. snow up there the other day. I'm not, uh, not that crazy. Another week or two I can handle it, right? You know? Let's get rid of that, uh, influenza outbreak up there, okay? Of course, that's only like in a couple of hospitals. And then they uh, had the quarantined one school that was right across from Scarborough mm -hmm. Hospital because the kids were eating at the cafeteria, and they were all walking around with ga with masks, you know? Yeah. None of them got it. But you know how people kind of, like, panic when something like this comes along? Yeah. Especially at these times, you know? Uh, these times when everybody's a little bit on edge. Purple alert! Purple alert! Well, maybe that maybe that's what I had when I was taking the uh, aspirin with my Plavix. My skin was turning purple. It was a purple alert. Yeah. yeah seriously, you. it was from inside. Maybe it was the Lord telling me, you're taking too many drugs, purple alert. Yeah. Oh, my God, look at that. It's the old purple people eater. WQAM. Yeah, hey, Neil. Uh, I do have a little silver lining for you in the right cloud ahead. that is today's uh, world. As I was driving on the turnpike the other day, yeah. as, as the sun was just starting to go down, I looked up and I saw your billboard. Uh huh. And it was amazing that the reflection that the light gave almost looked like the Virgin Mary on your billboard. Oh, yeah, the Virgin Mary does frequently appear on my billboard. As a matter of fact, we've, we've talked with the Virgin Mary to try to get her to go on a QM generic billboard, the one that says we've got balls so the dolphins and the hurricanes will be more impressed. No, actually, I thought I saw Jesus and Noah lining up at that one. I wasn't sure, though. Yeah. Have thanks, a good day. Thanks for the good news. All right. See you. Oh, here it is, Rich Pachter. He always comes through for me. This is the Andy Rooney commentary from uh, 60 Minutes the other night. I I'm going to read it. It's not very long. Rich says, I, too, was impressed with the Rooney segment on Sunday. I usually don't watch the show. Burned out years ago. But saw it and didn't even know old Andy was still alive. Well, I'm not so sure he is, but the eyebrows tell you. Did you see uh, the other piece by Bob Simon on the Ayatollah in waiting in Iran? No, somebody called us about that yesterday. I did not see it. Hope you're feeling well. Yes, I am, Rich, a lot better. P.S. Phil's uh, been like this since 9-11. His inner redneck has uh, become dominant, apparently. Now, that, that's sad. That's pathetic. Are you sure? 
We never even saw any inkling of that when we worked with Phil. I Henry. thought it was a California sushi roll. Right, all the way. exactly. Bra. Well, there are a lot of people from California who, like, you know, pretend to be one thing. Huh? I'm not going to mention any names. They pretend to be one thing, and then they turn out to be something altogether different. You ignorant slut. Yeah, there's another good example. A redneck in the hiding with his pickup trucks and his uh, all that crap. He He's a redneck, Rick Riley. I mean, they're well, California rednecks. Yeah, right. Just go, you ever been to Orange County? I'm not talking about yeah. Florida. I mean California. Matter of fact, Well, don't yeah. go back. Okay. <laughs> not if you're smart. So, well, don't let me forget Andy Rooney when we come back. Lots of heavy-duty stuff here on this end. Okay, we're prepared. we got our ammunition. There's Bob Kerr at the White House. Many Iraqis have been ordered to fight. God, he sounds just like the president. <laughs> it's 11 after 10, doesn't he? I guess that goes to show if you hang off uh, hang off it long enough, it starts rubbing off. Anyway, let me, speaking of that, the weight has uh, fallen off of your body with Balance for Life. The food now is better than ever. I'm back on my little black sack. Maybe that's why I feel so good today. Maybe. The Reuben wrap and the uh, tuna salad wrap. I'm wrapping it, man. I'm an old wrapper yeah. myself. They're delicious. Have yeah. you ever had the Reuben wrap? Yeah, I have. I with love pastrami Rubens. and mm -hmm. uh, coleslaw. And, and it doesn't have uh, that mungy sauce, you know, like in a Reuben I sandwich. It was corned beef. Or whatever, whatever the hell it is. It's delicious. Anyway, with Balance for Life, you lose the weight the delicious way. You're happy. You don't feel deprived and starving to death. There's no cooking, no shopping, no cleaning, no worries, no calorie counting, no carbohydrate counting. They do all the figuring for you, all based on the principles of the Zone Diet by Dr. Barry Sears. No relation to uh, Brian Sears, but he wishes he was. Anyway, get with the real weight loss program, Balance for Life. They bring you that little black sack. Every, and that's right, we can't say sack anymore. Mm. Your little black container. Well, if we say sack, it sounds like balls, sure. you know. Right? Pouch. Can we say we've got sacks? We got Zach. <laughs> At least so far until Mo cans his ass. Anyway, Little Black Sack has got all your food for the day in there. They bring it to you. They deliver it right to your door by 6 a.m. at your work, at your home, wherever you want them to deliver it. And the three gourmet meals are in there, two delicious snacks, and the food is fresh, it's delicious, nothing is frozen, nothing artificial, no additives, no crap. Just great. And, of course, you choose between two choices each meal every day that you're on the program. So if you're tired of all the other diets that you've tried and failed, if you're sick and tired of feeling no energy, feeling and, uh, lousy, and also looking like crap with all that extra weight, lose the weight like the beast is doing right around 60 pounds, you can do the same and probably even better because you won't cheat as much as he's been doing. Call Balance for Life and let them do the job for you. Call 954 Five six eight thirty two twenty nine. You owe it to yourself to give this a try. Lose the weight the delicious, the smart way. Nine five four five six eight thirty two twenty nine. Or check them out on the web if you like at balanceforlife.com. My life and local. This is Sports Radio five sixty. QAM. With my nose. Oh, Sarah. Oh, Jim. Sarah. Sarah. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't we be using, you know. Oh, don't worry. I'm using the new sponge. Oh? Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. Huh? I just love these get-togethers. Don't you? Who's this? Um, Jim, this is Bob. Nice to meet you, Jim. <laughs> hey, I got a great idea. Let's play a game. Look, you're interrupting something here. Nonsense. The new contraceptive sponge, Bob, shown to be 95% effective as a method of birth control. Consult your doctor to see if sponge Bob is right for you. Well, time to get back to work. Open wide. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, it's dark in here. Oh, Bob. <laughs> Do you hear what he just said? Duff Lindsay just said, uh, I don't want to say the word that he said because then we'll lose our license. He said, oh, my God, like seconds before I open the mic again. Good timing. Do you hear that? He said, no, I didn't hear it. Now, wait a minute. Did you hear, did you hear that? 
See, it's not the CDs. You're blaming Booker Brian. There's something. There's like dirty uh, pots or something it. in here. What? You don't hear the? Uh, oh, that was a little. That's on there. No, it's not. Dirty pots. There's like uh, dirty pots. All the pots are dirty. All our pot is dirty. Uh, you should have picked the seeds out at least. Don't you hear that? And the stems. Oh my God! This place needs a douche. We need to douche the equipment out. See? So, and you're blaming Volker Brian. Oh, it's a disc. The disc is a degenerating. It's some degenerate made it. <laughs> Told you you're full of crap, man. Listen. See? It's in these pots. It's in this board. Gee, I hope uh, Julio ain't listening because he'll come in here with a vacuum cleaner and suck everything out. You know what I mean? Hear that? Mm hmm That's not good. No wonder. See, it's a good thing Duff came in here and said, because otherwise I wouldn't have played that. See, when you're playing a bit, you don't hear that in the back, but the... See? Even the audience can hear that. What kind of crappy equipment are you people using? You're supposed to be radio-ish. Right? Yeah. We're not even like a real, uh, like a good make-believe radio station. Oh, 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 and you couldn't hear that the first time? What is wrong with you it, and Muff? Are you so deaf? What? Do I have to speak a little bit louder? Oh, that was clean that time. Yeah. Purple alert. Jesus, God. This whole, this whole, now what are we going to do about that? Because that's on a different pot. It's in this board. I, th I think it's pots. sabotage. I think there's sabotage going on here, ladies and gentlemen. The one station that dares to speak out against all this insanity, and all of a sudden everything's like all screwed up. Or as Duff was going to say, all up. You hear that? Mm-hmm. Let me crank it up. Oh, man. That'll wake those bastards up. Here's a couple of faxes. From an ashamed American, one says, well, don't get too carried away, okay? I was listening to H. Sperm this morning, and the caller st started to lambaste him about his pro-war views, and boy, was Howie upset. I guess the truth hurts. The caller labeled Howie a shill for the conservative right and questioned his political slant for a party that's continually trying to remove his kind from the airwaves. Of course, Howie put his foot in his mouth, claiming he voted for Gore, and therefore, how could he be a right-winger? Uh, Syria is sending suicide bombers into Iraq. The U.S. has proof of uh, terrorist funding by Saddam and every other propaganda-laced news clip for, uh, fed to him by this Bush dictatorship he was quoting. Have you heard Bush is setting his sights on Iran now? We're all doomed. Signed in the shameless list. Who's getting a little carried away? He must be listening to Rumsfeld. Syria and Iran must better watch out. And you better not pop because we're pretty <laughs> upset. Boy, that, I am upset now. I was feeling so good, you know. It's this, it's this room. I gotta go back to Toronto. Because this studio is unfit for our human broadcast. Yeah. It is. It's a piece of crap. It's, it's in the board. How can I, you think it's just in the speakers or is it on the ear? You see what I'm saying? No. There's no way to know for sure. Well, it would be if somebody would call in and tell us. WQAM? War talk is boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll... Get him out of here. Get him out of our face. See, how can they tell how it sounds on the air? It sounds like this on the air. Yeah. Five, six, seven, oh, five. Oh, you know, you know something? Yesterday, I'm driving home, trying to listen to the Mad Dog, and we got the old thing back going up, 441. This, this signal is, like, impossible. It's never been this bad since we worked here. It's like, you're right. So how we have any audience left beats the crap out of me. WQAM. Hey, Neil. Audio check. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, there's audio check. There's Orlando on the radio, but it's staticky. But anyway, I'm calling out. Uh, no, I'm not talking about the signal. I'm talking about the, the, uh, you hear that? Yes. What does it sound like? Crap. Yeah. But anyway, your, yeah. uh, <laughs> internet, your internet connection? Yes. It's been screwed up for a month when I go to the webpage and I have Roadrunner. 
Yeah. And, and it connects the server, and it buffers, and it plays for about five seconds. Then it rebuffers. About every ten seconds, it rebuffers. You're the only complaint we've had. It's got to be you. And I take the Roadrunner, and I chase his ass down. I get the Oli uh, Wiley Coyote. Well, when I go to QAM website and try to connect the listen, it plays fine once it connects. Yeah. But it takes about ten minutes for the player to uh, connect. Our website screwed up, George. Okay, thanks for the good news. So all the equipment is screwed up. Oh! Let's hear it. No wonder I uh, have a nervous breakdown when I'm here. This place is just uh, not fit for broadcast. This is unacceptable. Radio-ish. Yeah, not, no, not even radio-ish. I mean, we don't uh, even resemble with the kind of crap we got in here. I still can't. Oh, that's on the air, man. That's not just in the speakers. Because it would be something in the... else. Why you just play? maybe it's uh, if you're gonna test the pot. Well, what else have we got? How about? You understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone. Well, it can't be just that one sound. It could, it could be. Oh, get out of you know, here. You know why? Oh, wait a minute. That's the cleanest fart I ever smelled. You know why it could be just that sound? Because I took that beep from our shortcut. and it's But, I, been but I've played it a zillion one. times. Maybe you just never noticed it before. Yeah, get out of here. We got we got static on the CDs. I know. We got static on here, and now it's, but it's a, one CD and not the you're other crazy. one. crazy. You're so nuts. Not, we can have Julio come in here and uh, pretend to do something with the board after the show. <laughs> huh? Let's just do that till about 1 o'clock. I don't think it's a How could it just be a coincidence? Oh. Do you hear that? No. Clean as a whistle. Yeah. Maybe you exercised the pot. Maybe I cleaned it out. When in doubt, I cleaned it out. Listen to that. It's, it's just maintenance during the show all day. Yeah, we're going to do transmitter and equipment maintenance here during the Neil Rogers show. Oh. Probably get a 50 share. Okay, now test all the other pots individually. Yeah. Here, let's smoke some. Clean them. Oh, that's right. Muffle get all upset again, like he did with Anthony and oh, Vlad. Oh, I got the, the, uh, the story on that. What by is the way. story? The story is there is no story. What do you mean by that? It didn't happen. Uh, he saw them all coming out of a car. All he of saw them. smoke coming out of the car. As they were exiting the car, the uh, the people, the aforementioned people, and possibly others that uh, we don't know, yeah, were exiting the car, and a big cloud of smoke exited with them. And Duff was going to his car, oh, right. and uh, he just waved and was like, uh, like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I know. Who you made didn't... up that story? Who made up who, that crap? I don't know who told you. Some of the salespeople, I think it was High Boy, that was in there uh, gossiping with. Oh, that yesterday. fat piece of turd, man! That fat. <laughs> there was no issue. There was no comment. It was you all yucky, yucky, yuck. So anyway, Muff was in here and said. Yeah, he did say that, and then he ran out of here. Oh, oh I'm going to be in trouble! I'm going to be in trouble! Greg is listening. I'm going to be in trouble. So there was no lecture. No one was called into the office. See, it was no. just another fantasy story here at QAM. Nobody called in anybody for smoking a little wacky weed. Okay, in fact, that's our middle name, Weed. Right. We're going to put that up on the next billboard. It's our manager's last name, Greg right. Weed. Greg Weed. That's correct. I know somebody who probably says that, <laughs> but I don't want to mention no names. Mm. Now wait till you hear this fact. This is the epitome, or as uh, Edward R. Murrow said, the epitome of what this town is all about. In fact, I'm, even though we got a short break, I'm going to do it first because I want to spend at least four or five hours on this. All right. Mark in Miami. Mark, you have set me off, baby. All I can say is have a nice life. Neil, where's the fun? That, that's how it starts. Now, let me do the break, and then we'll come back. No, no, you, <laughs> Wait a season. All right. You'll love this because you <laughs> cannot please this town. No matter what you do, you can't please unless it's something for free. Maybe Mark would like a Wonder Mug. Can we give you a Wonder Mug, Mark? How no. about a free weenie? No. Huh? You can't please this crowd. Talk about hard to please. But 
Clean? Oh, it's nice and clean and pristine. Rhymes with silly old queen. 1025 at 560 WQM. By the way, speaking of silly old queen, I saw Bill Tanner in a hall yesterday on the way out. I said, boy, you sure were funny. And I thought, funny, we did a real heavy-duty serious show. Today's the day he should say, boy, you sure were funny today. Modeled old troll. Are you picking on... This is the Tanner building, mister. I understand that. And we're pretty uh, nervous about it. Hey, if you've been thinking about buying a new barbecue or any barbecue accessories, you've got to go to one place, Barbecues Galore. Don't forget, get a head start on the barbecuing season with the perfect grill and accessories, all at the guaranteed lowest prices in the universe. Barbecues Galore carries barbecues in every price range under the sun, from the top-of-the-line commercial-grade stainless steel grill to the more portable Weber charcoal grill like the one I got. It's great. For all your barbecue needs at the guaranteed lowest prices, don't forget, shop Barbecues Galore. They're in Plantation on University Drive in the Fountain Shopping Center. Call 954-423-1400. And also in Coral Springs at 7485 West Sample Road at the corner of Sample Road and Rock Island. Call 954-757-6668. 954-757-6668 for that location. Barbecues Galore. They be the barbecue specialist. Live and local. This is 560. The I want to bang you in the butt, honey. 1028 at 560 WQM. Sorry, we'll get to that fax, but first, Andy Rooney with the big eyebrows. Remember I said I was going to read the Andy yes, Rooney, and if I don't do it now, I will put it off to the side, bury it in a sea of these other important faxes. Rooney on uh, 60 Minutes on Sunday night said, We all find war more in more interesting. Let me try it again. We all find war more interesting than peace. Anytime death is imminent, life is exciting, and we're watching this war as though it was a video game. On television, it's hard to know where to look to find what you want to know. There are pictures on top of pictures, moving print on top of those. There's more than the eye can see or the brain comprehend. The generals are giving us the play-by-play -play action from their Hollywood studio in Qatar. They're telling us everything, but we don't feel we know anything. Some reporters are attached to military units, and we're getting stunning coverage from them. We're seeing war firsthand. We're all asking each other what we think, too. Strangers ask me what I think as if I was smart because I'm on television. I have opinions, no information. Experts talk about precision bombing, but on the ground where the bombs hit, it's not precise. People are killed, history destroyed. We didn't shock them, and we didn't awe them in Baghdad. The phrase makes us look like foolish braggarts. The president ought to fire whoever wrote that for him, just an opinion. We haven't caught bin Laden, so we're transferring the blame for 9-11 to Saddam Hussein. There are soldiers who think that's why they're fighting. Hussein is a bad man who didn't have anything to do with 9-11. Just an opinion. When I see President Bush with soldiers, I wish he'd been the one at war himself. 
he'd know more about where he was uh, he'd know more about where he was sending those soldiers just an opinion it bothers me that america is hated i don't like to be hated personally which happens and i don't like my country to be hated which has happened i have one opinion i don't like having we have stores of biological chemical and nuclear weapons in this country if we were losing this war would we as a last resort use them i'm afraid we might Hussein has chemical and biological weapons. If he's about to lose this war, will he use them? I'm afraid he might. I wish my America had never gotten into this war, but now that we're in it, I want us to win it. What a great commentary by Andy Rooney, man. Talk about balls. That was great. And, of course, that's why nobody's watching CBS, because they're in the tiny minority, just like yours truly, just on this show. Boy, you know, it's a good thing we got that gigantic February in the ratings. Because from yeah. now on, we're at the mercy of all the war, uh, the uh, bullet huggers and the uh, the hawks and the uh, bush lickers. And that's the way it goes. I don't care. Like I started to say before, before I interrupted myself, I don't come out here and give opinions or uh, take positions because it's going to be popular, get me ratings. Uh, that's crap. That's garbage. And so some of these people are being very inconsistent now who are, like, obviously pandering to what they feel is the overwhelming majority of the public. Are you sure? Shame on them. I'm embarrassed for them and humiliated. Anyway, Mark in Miami faxes, and I'll say it again. This fax, to me, represents 27-plus uh, years on this on the air in this town. Listen, Neil, where's the fun? Three question marks. Yes, we know war is bad. We know that there are gay priests in the church. We know Mo is an asshole. We know that station management is useless. You keep saying you don't want to do topical radio, but yet you keep going on and on about the depressing war. Obviously, the war is a major issue, but there's a million news channels and websites that we can get info from. Let's have some fun. All of your recent polls are so serious. What about having a fun poll during these depressing times? Let's go back to your favorite. Like yesterday, we did a, a war poll about uh, which statement uh, is more relevant to South right. Miami. I thought there were some hysterical choices on mm -hmm. there to South Florida. Anyway, what about having a fun poll during these depressing times? Let's go back to your favorite movie, favorite TV show, favorite song. Gathering a list for those polls was fun. It kept our mind off all the Schmidt happening in the world. I love your show. I'll listen regardless. I just wanted to share my thoughts as Mark in Miami. Well, Mark, <coughs> yeah, we can't please you, can we? Are we doing a heavy show today? No. Have I talked about gay priest in the church today? No. No. In fact, didn't I talk about bonding with Mo and kind of a... <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and let me also say, for some of you simple-minded people, the poll is not the show. The poll is something we do every day on our website. Sometimes we talk about it. Sometimes we never even make reference to it other than read the results. Not what the show is. The show is about whatever you want to talk about. I understand it's not too easy because you got nothing to talk about. It's a supplement. It's an yeah, accessory. That, that, it's an appendage. It's part of the show. That's all. Like when you go to a lot of websites, they got a poll on there for you to vote on. What do you think about this? What do you think of right? And those poll building shows, while uh, easy oh. to do, they hate them. Oh, they're terrible. We took a poll on that, and the audience right. said, "Oh, we we don't want to hear any of that." Those long, lengthy polls where people call in and say like two words: "Gone with the wind." Yeah, no we matter how many bother. times you explain what you want, they call up with uh, whatever they think you want. Exactly, and, you know. Just name a whole bunch of things. Good golly, Miss Molly, what's your favorite green vegetable? I think your brain is going soft. Yeah, I think that's the problem. So anyway, Mark in Miami, we're delighted that you listened, but uh, cut the crap, okay? Where's the fun? A in addition to which is our poll today, like really uh, super serious, a couple of the choices on there. Uh, God doesn't care. He's busy with ball games. Everybody, hey, serious. Uh, even the Lord sports. loves Neil Rogers. Yeah, heavy duty and very serious. <laughs> I mean, lighten up a little bit, sweetheart, will you please? I'm trying to like... Trying to like pace it like yesterday was probably uh, very very serious most of the four hours. Today we're trying to have like a little lighten it up a little bit. And here's a guy right off. Oh, it's not. Keep it light, Neil. Keep it light. Where's the fun? Yeah, probably up his ass. Probably got a whole bunch of creatures crawling around in there. God Almighty, Mark. 
You can't please these people for love or money. And again, let me say the price is right on this show. You like it? Great. You hate it so much you can't turn it off? Great. If you don't want to listen, bye-bye. That's it. You can't stand somebody who's not a warmonger on the air? Bye-bye. You can't stand the truth? Bye-bye. And I'll say it again. Ever since this war started and before it started, I am still waiting for the first person to call this show and give me any real justification of why this war is going on. Not that I want to discuss it every day, all day, which I'm not doing. In there, press, let me show you the Jordan Times. See, I mean, we could put that on all day. Oh. I'm not doing that today. I want to give everybody a rest, including me. But it's it's always the personal attack. Well, I sure hope, I'm glad the troops can't hear a faggot like you and the things you're saying. That's great. That's brilliant. All it does is show us your ass. Show us where you're coming from. Just like Mo. Weren't we attacked on 9-11? Oh, God. Yeah, so let's invade Delaware, okay? It's a lot smaller and a lot closer. Let's, let's invade Miramar. We know the terrorists are actually there. Have there you go. There, lived let's there. invade Miramar. Let's yeah. not get too close to the track, but other than that. <laughs> Blue alert near uh, Mir uh, Miramar. Purple alert. <laughs> God almighty. I think I'm just going to play Godfather drop-ins. You know okay. Drop-ins. Yeah. Drop-ins. For justice, we must go to Don Corleone. Johnny Fonte will never get that movie. I don't care how many Dago, Guinea, Wap, Greaseball, Goombas come out of the woodwork. I'm German-Irish. Well, let me tell you something, my crook, Mick friend. I'm going to make so much trouble for you, you won't know what it is. The walls come a lawyer I have not threatened. I know almost every big lawyer in New York. Who the hell are you? Yeah, who the hell are you, huh? See, we got a whole bunch of those now. Well, that ain't it. <laughs> well, I never used that one, so what the hell do I know about it? Who the hell are you? See? Sight unseen, without even changing the uh, thing on there. Wow. Very good, Neil. Thank you. Huh? Excellent. Well, that's the only one I know on there. Oh, oh here's a fax coming in. It's a fax cover sheet. <laughs> Don't you hate those? Why? And look at that. And the second page, which is supposed to have nothing on it. <laughs> hey, why waste one piece of paper when they can waste three? Oh, and guess who this is from? It's from Mark. Mark. Mark, who I just read the fact, oh, the first facts from. Responded. Hey, I hate to break the news for you, Mark, but uh, your second message is a blank sheet of paper. WQAM. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? I'm doing very well, thank you. You you just made a Freudian slip a few moments ago. I'm sorry. You said that we're not going to talk about the gay priest in the in the church. Yeah. Well, you've always said that they're pedophile priests, not gay priests. Well, whatever. I mean, okay. I was just reading from his facts, whatever right. the hell he said. I love your show. Okay, thank you. Don't be so uptight, okay? Don't be so uptight, because everybody knows... There's no fact in, in the church. Right, so they couldn't possibly be gay. So try it again, Mark, whatever. I guess he's going to do like a, a back and forth, Mark, uh, with a fax machine, who finds it a lot easier than calling up. There are a lot of people that don't want to call because they're right. afraid I'm a mean, nasty guy, and I'll hang up on him and make him look like a jackass. They get nervous. They get tongue-tied. And here's another fax, but it's not from Mark. I guess Mark just, uh, he ran out of material, so he's just sending me blank pages now. Here's one that says, it's not about oil or Iraq, it's about the U.S. and Europe going head-to-head -head on world economic dominance, is what it says. By Jeffrey Hurd in Australia, down under. Well, I don't, I don't want to get into it. Okay, I'm getting a headache just thinking about it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. We're still waiting to hear from the God Squad out there about how you rationalize all the butchering of these innocent men, women, and children on both sides, including our military, our poor uh, young people who are sent over there for an unjust and uh, unacceptable conflict, being put in harm's way. And the eight or ten or whatever the real number was of those people. And, and why we're picking that out just because it was one obvious you know, situation. Right. How about the four soldiers killed by the suicide bomber on Saturday? Sure. There's four more dead people. Mm-hmm. 
And the numbers keep going up very slowly, and it's 43 now, and the 34 Brits, which is 77, and then by the end of the week, it'll be like 100, and, and then it'll be a couple of hundred, and of course, we don't know how many thousands of Iraqis and how many. They are saying, the Red Cross said, by the way, of course, we know what a bunch of commie pinkos they're supposed sure. to be, uh, Red, that the Red. Iraqis are right, that at least in Baghdad alone, mm -hmm. over 100 people a day are being admitted for treatment in the hospitals, mm -hmm. over 100 a day. Yeah. Those are the ones who are still alive. And all, all of the humanitarian groups are saying ten times the combined casualties of the U.S. and Britain uh, die have died in civilians, numbers of civilians. How do you like that? But they I thought count. we were there to liberate them by liberation by elimination. The ones that live. See, there you go. The You're going to get Mark upset again Sorry. because uh, you start with that heavy war stuff. Can we have some fun? No. Can we have some fun? Neil? No. Why don't you take a pull on your favorite toilet paper? No. Boy, talk about whimpering, Mark. He, started, he must hang out with a mad dog, you know, talk about having no balls. Grow a little pair. Even Greg Reed grew up here. We're pretty proud of him around here. I mean, we don't like him any more than we used to, but... Greg hates you. You know. In fact, I know since I've been back, has he shown his head in his door? Have you seen him the last few days? Yeah, earlier. Like Monday? Yeah. yeah. I saw him. Doesn't show his face in here no. now that I'm back briefly to What's see my smiling face, to see if I'm okay, What's to see if I've recovered that? from my stroke, huh? What's new about that? Yeah. Because he's a pussy. He's another one who's a scared to like uh, look me in the eye because he knows he's full of crap. And the good news is he finally paid Norm Kent. Yeah? How do you like that? Wow. Finally. Which goes to show you, you know, just because you don't get paid stuff and you got your bonus uh, yeah. early this last time, which, of course, that'll be the last one we ever get. Well, not don't say early. I got it for not, here. Not late. For here, you got it very, very early. You got it way, way before you dreamed you'd ever even sniff it. Right? Before okay. the due date. Right. Before the doodah. Nice going, Greg. You're really moving up. Greg hates you. Now we'll see who has the balls. You know what? That's a good line, especially for him. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. I'm waiting for the uh, fax for Mark. I can't wait. No, he can't do it. I guess he can't get it up. And uh, oh, here, oh, he's faxing me this stuff. This must be a different Mark, I guess. I don't know. Is there more than one Mark out there? Not with our no. slim audience we got now. In fact, that's going to be the limit. One per name. And we already know if your name is Dave, you'll have to tune out because we already got Jeff High's neighbor Dave. Right. Did you put that thing in here, that song? No. Not yet, but we Not got yet. it. Oh, yeah. Probably don't have enough room left in the VCS for that. <laughs> 20 before 11 at 560 WQAM. Hey, Bark Avenue Pet Resort is the only all-natural pet resort in the entire USA. And for your dog or your, your pet, it's like a day at the spa. Your pooch will socialize all day with pals in soft matted play areas and always under the supervision of dog-loving counselors. You know, a lot of times when you board your pet, it's like a Russian roulette. I know that because I had a bad, bad experience a couple of years ago. And you don't want to do that. Bark Avenue is a full-service, five-star resort offering boarding in large-tiled suites. They offer daycare, expert grooming on all breeds. And when you see the place, you can see it online. You don't have to go there, and I've checked it out. You're going to be very impressed with the cleanliness and lack of smell of this 10,000-square-foot luxury facility. Of course, when you see it online, you probably wouldn't smell it anyway, would you? Or they have, like, maybe, uh, they, have, maybe they have the smell cam. <laughs> I think Gildy should have the smell cam this morning. Anyway, if Tiny and Winnie were still alive, they'd probably be spending a lot of time there. In fact, I wish I'd have known about this place back then. See for yourself what Bark Avenue is all about. Go online to BarkAvePetResort.com. That's Bark, A-V-E, BarkAvePetResort.com. You can take a virtual tour or a real tour at Bark Avenue any Monday through Saturday at 1400 South Federal Highway in Hollywood, just a uh, light north of Pembroke Road. That's one of the great things when you're on vacation or out of town and you've got your dogs boarded there. You can go online from anywhere and actually uh, take a peek and see how they're doing. Call Bark Avenue, 954. 925 Bark. 
That's 954-925-BARK for boarding, grooming, and daycare. For Bark Avenue Pet Resort, it's one of a kind. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Smell it. I am Mohau with the David, decrepit and I'm ancient. All over my old face are blue with reddish purple face. I don't know why they hate me, or why they always rate me. It must be because I got this blue and reddish purple face. A vein pop on my arm like a Rand McNally map of what I got veins on my nose, nobody knows that under my clothes I wear pantyhose. But that don't mean that I'm gay. If you think my arms are bad, you ought to see my legs. I might as well keep them smooth and shaved to show a little glass the next time I'm raping. I could go to a surgeon, but that gives me the shivers. I would not want to walk out looking like Joan Rivers. Uh, where am I here? I fired the beast, the fat little freak. I did him a favor, now he can't afford to eat. The reason I dismissed that stinking fat bastard is because he wouldn't shut up, and he can't play canasta. Hey, somebody talking over there. Nobody talks when I rap. I rap, then you talk. Hey, look at me. I'm hip, hip. I ain't no square. I'm a ding-dong daddy, man. I'm really dead. I fire anyone I want, I don't care. Especially if they make me flip my wig made of smelly green hair. I get fired myself, it even happens to the greats. Westwood once said you get out of here or else we break your legs. So now I sit by the pool, life's as good as it gets. With my paladin cocktail, placing bets on the jets. In paradise, paradise, I don't kiss nobody's ass in paradise. Do, 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 do. I'll be sharp another stupids when I get the chance. But the cleaners aren't ready with my lime green pants. How long does it take? Kelly calling complaint. It was just a little thought. So what I left this thing. <laughs> you think that's funny? Want a knuckle sandwich, buddy? I can do what I want, cause the management loves me. Can I tell you something, Mo? Something you oughta know. For the longest time I wanted you to be my own. You ain't my type, pal. Now answer me. Hell no. What are you doing? I don't take no for an answer. Get out of here. Not you. Get out of there. Get up, bitch. Ten forty-five at five sixty. WQAM. See, one of the reasons that she's so intolerable, from what I hear, because I don't listen to her, I haven't heard her in a couple of years, is because she's on this rampage day after day. She's the uh, left-wing equivalent to what the right-wingers are—the one-note Charlies. And I find that like intolerable. I don't, I don't want to do that. And I'm not going to do it. So those of you who keep faxing me all these articles, I, not that I don't appreciate it, but I do read the New York Times online every day, okay? And we have stuff on our website every day, like Maureen Dowd's column and Paul Krugman and Nick Kristoff and all of these things and editorials. But we do have that, and again, it's just like that fax I read from Mark in the Dark, whatever that guy's name is. You can't please everybody, but we're trying, you know, we always try to ride the fine line here between not getting too heavy duty and getting everybody depressed and suicidal. And, like, uh, try to put out at least a differing uh, point of view, which we do. But, good golly, Miss Molly, some of you people lighten up. If I wanted to be immersed in this, I just I would just put on the goddamn networks all day, really, like I said before, right? We could sure. do that. Checkpoint on Saturday. With the 15th Marine Expeditionary Unit in southern Iraq. One thing that is quite There's clear Bill in Kuwait, if you watch the cable systems here in Kuwait system, the Arab News Network... And I'm not going to do it, okay? I'm absolutely not going to do it. I don't want to sit there and watch it at home all day. Do you? No. Oh, here's uh, here's Mark again. Oh, and you know something? This must be a different Mark who sent me... And don't be sending me this again, you jackass. One page one of 15. Oh, no. Stop it, you clown, you. 
This has got to be a different mark. Yeah, it is. This is the other extreme. This is somebody who sent me a 15-page thing, which I canceled on there, which I don't have the time nor the inclination to read. Will you stop it? You're just what I was just talking about. Oh, no, we want you to be the voice of reason. Well, good. Go uh, reason this, okay? I'd rather talk about... Peter. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Cranky, nasty. This town man would just tear you apart, tear your kishkis out. Yeah, we don't want that. Whatever you're doing, we don't want that. We want to listen in. We want to talk heavy duty about the war. We want you to do this. We want you to be that. Go on national radio. Show that Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> okay. Don't forget, they want your tickets, too. In addition to which, here I am trying not to pat myself on the back again, like most said I did about the baseball broadcast, but here we are in this show, both of us, trying desperately to like present this one alternative uh, viewpoint, one little voice in the wilderness on this one crappy station with a bad signal, and as opposed to, like, you know, these people ought to be licking their radio for it. Yeah. No, we can never do good enough to please them, mm -mm. no matter what it is you do. What game are we going to play today, Uncle Neil? What game are we going to play today? Peter. Now you know what it feels like to be married. Oh, wow. Forget about that. I'll tell you right now, that's one of the great things. Yeah. In fact, I have no idea all these people that want to get married, all these gay marriages. Nuts. That's one of the great things about being gay, not having to worry about crap like that. Some pain in the ass, nattering, nagging wife. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no. Who's going to get pregnant unexpected one day just as a way to, like, uh, seal your fate for the rest of your life? I wasn't thinking of anybody specific <laughs> no, when I said that. of course not. Here's a fact that says you are on today. Wow. Whatever that means. Am I, I, I'm on something. Drugs. You're Heavy right. medication. It says, we've gotten to the point in this country that if you can say something against the war, you're un-American and not a Christian. Well, guess what? I'm not un-American, but I'm certainly not a Christian. Thank God. Thank you. Huh? Ew, good. Oh, fax is just uh, unbelievable. Oh, let's see. It's not me. I only sent you one fax. Says Mark in Miami. No, we know that, Mark. And thank goodness. In fact, I like this guy better than the guy that sent me the 19 pages. Mark in Miami says, by the way, I didn't mean to ruffle your feathers. Don't feel bad, Mark. You didn't ruffle my feathers. I wasn't giving you one listener's opinion. I'm sure you have thousands of others that disagree. Or he was just, uh, whatever he says. Alas, also, I can't call you because I'm at work beside I'd rather fax you. You'd probably hang up on me if I called you. Absolutely correct, sir. I'm a sensitive guy and don't know if I could deal with that. Well, there are a lot of sensitive people out yeah. there. Just a radio show. What if I did hang up on you? What if you heard, like, that? Okay, you've heard that before. Just a dial tone. What's the big deal with that? Okay, what's the matter with you? You got, like, a small Peter. problem? <laughs> anyway, it says you're on today. Wow. Well, maybe because I'm feeling a little bit better, although I'm starting to have a relapse. After that bonding with Mo, I started feeling much better about life. Uh, it says, uh, we've gotten to the point in this country that if you say something against the war, you're un-American and not a Christian. The latter I can deal with, but the link between Christianity and politics scares the hell out of me. Amen. Jesus has to be a Republican. Could you imagine a Democrat claiming to be a Christian? That means you have to have voted for Clinton, and who could possibly be a Christian and vote for Clinton? But from what I've read, Jesus was definitely not conservative. Out here in the trenches of society, you must either be prepared to fight to give your opinion as a liberal or settle to be a closet Democrat and keep your mouth shut. I'm a Vietnam vet. That was an unjust conflict under a Democratic president. That's right, at least in the beginning. It was wrong to send us over there to be injured or killed for absolutely no reason whatsoever. In stating this, I think I just don't flaunt the party line and repeat what I hear. 
This war is as uh, unjust as in Southeast Asia. I'm an American, but would not send a child of mine to serve in this, uh, this commander-in-chief in this war. There are things worth fighting for, and there are things worth dying for, neither of which apply to this action. Guess what? All but the right-wing chuckleheads in the whole world agree. That's right, Daryl. You're right. Where are the good old days when all we had to care about was who was giving you Bubba a BJ in the White House? Oh, right. Oh, do we long for those days or what? Yeah. Oh. Those were bad times. And by, and by the way, for certain right-wing wackos out there who are upset about we've got balls, I hate to break the news to you, but does anybody remember Kenny Starr's pornographic report? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that was good. Yeah, that was really heavy-duty stuff. That was for Jesus. In fact, a lot of people said that was some of the most, most pornographic stuff that ever appeared in a non-porno website in the history of the Internet. Yeah. How do you like that? But that was good. That's what Bubba said. He said it was pretty good. And this Mark is starting to send me this crap. Stop it! I'm going to give his number out on the air if he don't stop sending me this crap. Where is this idiot from? Oh, 60. He's from out of town. What's 603 area code? That's I not, don't know. I could look it up. I don't know, but we're not taking his faxes. He's an idiot. 19 pages, my ass. You lunatic, you stop it now, you maniac. Before we get Don Rumsfeld on your freaking dumb Rectum. ass. 350 votes on the poll. How does religion permit the carnage of this war in Iraq? We're still waiting for the first call, by the way, to explain that to us. Haven't got one yet. Religious fanaticism is at the root of the problem. 185 people say that. God doesn't care. He's busy with ball games. 69 people say that, George. 69. 69. Oh, my God. Even the Lord loves Neil Rogers. 54 said that. 54 people who uh, get it. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. It doesn't. The Ten Commandments say, Thou shalt not kill, 25. It's self-defense, and God will allow it, 13. And God wants us to kill our enemies, 7. What a lovely thought, even though, of course, it happens to be true for all you Bible thumpers out there, for the God Squad. God says, Kill this one, and kill the firstborn male children of the Egyptians, and, blah, 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 and all this other crap. Well, he did that, just to show you how it's done. As a favor. You mean like telling us how to uh, deal with our slaves? Yeah, right. this this Mark jerk is, uh, you know, stop it, Mark. We don't want your crap. I'm not talking about Mark in Miami. I'm talking about Mark out of town. Geek. Nutcase. Whack job. Lunatic. Fanatic. Send his faxes over to the Randy uh, Peter show. <laughs> the Randy Peter show. The Randy Peter show, right. <laughs> WQAM. Well, listen to that. Neil. What's going on there, man? What's up? And listen, two questions. And I, I, uh, just to be upfront, I do disagree with you on the Are you caught in a raid over there or what? Are they raiding your no, house? No, yeah, it was some, uh, wow. somebody's going, somebody's Sounds like a drug me. bust to me. You're not at OJ's house, sorry. No, I'm nearby though, actually. Ah, see, there you go. Uh, two questions for you. First of all, I do disagree with you on the war, that's fine. And yeah, good that. luck to you. But, but the, Hope why, you enjoy why, do you enjoy, why do you enjoy labeling people, uh, you know, Nazis if they disagree with you? I mean, that's just as bad as if I Have, have I said that everybody who disagrees with me is a Nazi? Have I ever said that? Everybody in the right wing is a Nazi. That's crazy. That, that'd be the well, when did I when did I when did I, when did I say that? You 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 infer that. You know, no, I, no, no. You question. you know what it sounds like? It sounds to me like you got a guilty conscience. Well, I've never said that. You you're know, reading you're into it. I, I've used the term Nazi in referring to the people who are controlling this country right now, the administration, and I do not retract that. I believe that very strongly. I believed it before the election, and I believe it now even more so. Okay, but you do you do. You have no follow people who just disagree with you, and you know for different reasons. They don't necessarily have to be Nazis. I right, don't believe everybody on the left is a communist. You know? Right, except of course for those people who uh, like Fidel Castro, yeah, right. like, like, the, right. like the Pope. Uh, and the other thing was, do you guys ever disagree, you and George? No, <laughs> not, not if he wants to get paid again. <laughs> All right, see ya.
do we ever disagree? I don't think there's anything we do agree on other than right. politics. Politics, religion, religion, the Godfather. That's about it. The Godfather. That's it. Politics, religion, the Godfather. Those are the only three things uh, that we agree on. You can act like a man. What's the matter with you? Exactly. Everybody agrees on a Godfather. In fact, if you don't like the Godfather, right. then you're probably uh, some kind of a moron. Leaves again. Oh, a Nazi. Technically. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. And a communist. Right. A communazi. Well, let me tell you something, my crunk mick friend. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty. Boy, the Godfather's where it's at. You why are you depressed? I told you, go out and get the trilogy. Get the uh, CD, the DVD, the BVD. Stick the Godfather in your pants and just sit there and kill some hours. Lock yourself in the house sure. with some good company. Maybe took a, take a look at your Peter. or somebody else's. <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty. We're having a wonderful show here today. In spite of my uh, Mark, Mike, whatever his name is, he's we got him straightened out now. He was a little bit uh, out of sorts. Where's the fun? Where's the fun? Look in your pantaloons, Mark. Maybe you'll find some fun in there. You know, maybe like Gildy, maybe you'll find a loaf in there, huh? Some olive loaf. Oh, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. You you know me. I would never make up something like that. There was some kind of a stench. Maybe, maybe, maybe they were farting. Huh? Because I know I am right now. No, no. I've smelled farts in my life. I've been around a lot longer than you have, okay? I've smelled, including my own, some of which would kill part of the Iraqi army, okay? Yeah. But this was in a league of its own. Yeah, but have you smelled Moe's farts before? This wasn't Moe. This was Geldy. Moe was still in the room. Maybe it was uh, his bag. Maybe it seeped. Oh, and what is this from Mr. Lemieux? I wonder if he's related to Mario. A letter. Oh, no, no, no. No, what? It's seven oh. pages. I don't want this. I don't want oh. this crap. Are you a crazy person or what? Yes. Oh, these people are so... You, you know something? This is another good reason for me not to even get involved in any of this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know. Because they want me to be like a male Randy Rhodes now. You know, she's small potatoes. She's uh. like... uh yeah. She ought to stick to her... Peter. Or something she knows about, which ain't that. God. Remember the good old days when she used to talk about... About boobs? And PETA? Yeah. Yeah, before she became a maven on world affairs, and before she became a, a wannabe, a left-wing, uh, lard-ass wannabe. Somebody who lives in a total dream world. Oh, a letter to Donald Rumsfeld and this one and that. Stop it. Don't wait. Don't send it to me. I can't do nothing for you, okay? I'm just some silly old fag on the radio here trying to eke out a meager living, all right? Just leave me alone with all these silly, stupid faxes. God, enough to make you want to puke. Enough to make you want to chop off somebody's Peter. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. The very apologetic Jim Mandich will be here at one o'clock this afternoon in the studio. How do you like that? How do you like that, Mad Dog? Who's going to give Ricky a blow? Well, you'll tell us, I guess. And he'll be apologizing for his failure to really tell it like it is. I mean, isn't that what he's always saying? He's the guy that tells it like it is. Except. Although he admits that when it comes to the Dolphin organization, he's a real pussy, and he wimps up and uh, shuts down, or shuts up and uh, wimps down. Why, Shula's not there anymore. He doesn't owe them anything anymore. He does Shula's at Shula's stake, too, very often, as a matter of fact, and so does the Humper. Oh. Oh. So there's this rather incestuous relationship. Let's see. Why we are racking attack from Sam... Bush loves the Iraqi people so much, he's willing to spend more than $100 million. $100 million? We're talking about $74.5 billion so far, just for starters. Get many of our troops and Iraqi civilians killed just so the rest of the Iraqi people be free. <laughs> That's right. Liberation by emancipation. Nice going, Sam. You got it, baby. That's why we love them so much. We love them to death. Yeah. 
just like the born-again Christians. We love you to death. 1058 at 560 WQAM. You know, I'm starting to like Canada a lot more. Every yeah, minute of every day, with too. or without that SARS, you know? I'm just starting to... Why don't you go back to Canada, you Jew bastard? Okay. Let me tell you right now, if you got a hair problem, if it's missing, if your hairs have gone down the drain and on the flow and all over the place, gone with the wind, if you got a big, ugly, bald spot, like Boca Brian, for example, and you ought to be ashamed blaming him for uh, being a degenerate or whatever it was. Charles Alfieri is the guy who can get your hair back for you and make you look great. In fact, I noticed in my bonding moments with Mo this morning that that thing actually moves around on his head. Yeah. I wonder why they sometimes laugh when he goes in there. It's not that he's telling any funny material. It's just they laugh when they see that piece starting to move around from side to side, from front to back. It's a panic. If you don't want people laughing at you because you got a mousy-looking piece on your head or because it looks like an animal died on top of your forehead, Charles Alfieri is the guy you want to call because he's been for over 25 years now getting guys a great-looking head of hair. With his natural hairline system, the latest, the best technology at any price. So whether you're a billionaire or a schlepper or somewhere in between, here's the guy you want to see. And there's no obligation because Charlie sits you down, gives you a free consultation, and shows you how much better and younger he can make you look. And you got nothing to lose but that glaring, shiny, bald spot because everybody gets Charlie's 30-day guarantee. If you don't love the way it looks and feels and smells, if you're not getting laid 15, 20, 30 times a day, Charlie gives you a full refund. Be sure to mention Neil Rogers when you call and take advantage of the $200 Neil Rogers discount at the Charles Alfie Steer. And there's a fat boy, by the way, in the middle of my spot. Don't come while flat, uh, falling through the door while I'm doing a spot, jackass. Call toll-free 1-800-321-2413. That's 1-800-321-2413. Get your hair back or check them out on the web at charlesalfieri.com. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. You go back to Cuba, you spit bastard. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story, we take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. She took the inspiration for her music from the way she felt about life, and that's what gave us the happy-go-lucky stylings of Pat Benatar. Oh my goodness, yes, one has to draw from life, doesn't one? <laughs> Hit me with your best shot was about this vicious bastard I met who deserved to be castrated. <laughs> Pat Benatar was clearly on a mission to bring light into our lives through the positive, upbeat sentiments in her songs. Oh yes, heartbreaker. That was my way of giving the big you to all men. <laughs> The lying little bags. Benatar's four Grammys for Best Rock Female Vocal seemed to indicate that America was also infatuated with her gleeful, wondrous take on life. Love is a well, certainly love is a battlefield. Honestly, I wonder why anyone bothers. Is it really worth it just to have a little ride on the baloney pony? I f***ing well think not. <laughs> Finally, Pat turned her adoring gaze from male-female relationships to the joyous, life-affirming subject of child abuse. Because hell, hell is for children. Well, the scars do go back to childhood, don't they? Oh, it's all a pile of useless life, isn't it? Oh, dear, yes. Pat Benatar, she was the feel-good artist of the 80s. Not. It's a big Juicy, sopping wet look at show business tonight on Inside the Behind. 1103 at 560 WQM. So Greg Reed is in here who said we do have balls. Oh! Not maybe that big yet, but they're growing every day. 
Rick from Tampa says, having lived in South Florida, I certainly agree. It's a bitter, cr <laughs> this is a great line, a bitter, crusty place to live. Absolutely correct, sir. Oh, God, are you right, Rick, or what? However, it's a breath of fresh air compared to Tampa. And again, absolutely correct, sir. Two for two. I was in a pub the other day when I overheard a conversation between two stereotypical tampons who were watching the Fox News Channel and contemplating how the Iraqis were going to pay us back for their liberation. I was in shock and awe that at this point they still don't get that this is all about the oil. Then they left separately, one driving a Hummer and the other driving a Lincoln Navigator. I can't wait to get the hell out of this second-rate city, says poor Rick from Tampa. And you know what we say on this show, Rick, when it comes to our friends in Tampa? Tampa. Not you personally, Rick, but the, the town. Yeah, you can just imagine. Can you imagine the shows on FLA, which, of course, oh, the Schmidtmeister yeah. is on over here, that FLA uh, rush light. But can you imagine the crap that they're spewing? I don't want to. Boy, look at the... Oh, here... <laughs> this is, seriously, this started out as one of the most incredible days of my life, and it's just continuing to get better and better. And stop passing me stuff from the goddamn New York Times. I read the Times at length online every day. I appreciate all your help, but, uh, you know, it's like helping the old lady across the street who don't want to cross it. God. Here's a fact that says a couple of things. I'll try to make them brief. Mad Dog will never say anything bad about the Pussy Dolphins, or Mo for that matter, as they get checks from Wayne. All right. That's a good point. Sure. Unfortunately, that gives them each absolutely no credibility when it comes to Dolphins talk. Same thing with Geldy and the Panthers. Now, Geldy has, uh, he threw a little bit of a weak shot here and there. Oh, I noticed, uh, was it David J. Neal again on Sunday in the Herald? Sucking Rick Dudley's ass in there about what a great job he did in Tampa and how this team is in the right direction. I mean, you know, I would think that my fellow Panther fans out there should be starting to get a little bit of impatient. they got a lot of good young players, but this business with the youngsters in the organization, we've been hearing that for about a 100 years already. And missing the playoffs, they're 12 points out of it right now, and it'll be probably worse at the end of the season in the next uh, few days. I mean, what are we talking about? What's the point? Nevertheless, he says, uh, whoever this is, as for the asshole who wants a fun pull, how about what is your favorite month of the year? <laughs> uh -huh. And then he lists them all. There, there you go. Oh, why did he list them? We could uh, take calls. <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite month? Is this idiot fax me this crap again here, this uh, other guy? Oh, Jesus, God. He goes on to say, it sure seems when I listen to the Mo Show that Gully's getting kind of uh, sick of the position he's in. Maybe that's why he smelled so bad this morning. I'm serious. He smelled like he had uh, dumped himself. His tone seems to be like, get me out of here as quickly as possible. Is this just my imagination? No. Or do you think there may be some truth to that? Uh-huh. As you mentioned many times, I hear players thanking God for the great game they played. I'm happy that God was an Ohio State fan. But I wonder when there were days like yesterday with a bunch of games going on, baseball, basketball, and hockey, how God can pull all of that off. Ha! Ah, he works in mysterious ways. He's everywhere. Don't he's you know that? He's got a lot of TVs. He is everywhere. That's right. He's got more TVs than Norma Kent, than Rimmer. In closing, which beach are you giving free tickets to? <laughs> yeah, let's give free tickets to the nude beach in uh, Dania. What about the nude Hallandale beach? Is that still there where all the old perverts are up in the woods with their binoculars? Hallover? Yeah. Is that, are they still doing that? Yeah, that's in Dade, south of Hallandale. It starts with an H, so I can see how you'd confuse Did it. Did I say Hallandale? Yeah. I meant Hallover. Right. Well, it's, it's, it's basically all, and, uh, it all blends things. together, plus I'm it's old. The SARS. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Let's get these phones going here, baby. We're smoking on this end today. We're absolutely smoking a big fat one. And you people are eh, nothing. Look at that. Isn't that sad? Oh, yeah. yeah. Please. 
Very, very sad. It's how sad, this town just cannot it. keep it up. I, used to it doesn't make it any better. No. You know that. Yeah. Expecting it, yes, but not being depressed. Look at that one line ringing on the phone. That's WQAM. Pretty. I see October. There you go. That's yeah. him again. That's him again. And that's it. That's and, our call. And he's a never die diehard. Meaning what? If there's one line ringing. Oh, it's him. It's him. That's right. That, that, that's quite a commentary, too, okay? And that's why assholes like him get in over and over again, because even on this high-priced show where we're desperately trying to give you an alternative to the same old right-wing bull crap over and over again, and they still won't call. They still got nothing to say. This is the place that will give you nothing. They give you nothing in return. No matter how difficult, you stand on your head, and they give you nothing in return. They give you a good zets. Right in the old... Rectum. WQAM. Hey. Yes, Neil. sir. Hey, great job. The fun stuff what? Yeah, that's what it's called. The f Man, it's the fun stuff? Yeah. How do you know that? It's on one of your discs or something. Or the, on a keychain. The fun stuff? Yeah. There's no such drop-in. We have one where he says... Howard David's a bitch. We have that one. Get out of here. What are you looking for? The the drop. It's not called the fun stuff. What is it uh, called? I know. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. I, uh, teats and uh, we don't need that. Well, uh, so in other words, now where he's requesting drop-ins. Yeah. That's the material we got from the audience. Can we please hear uh, Howard David's a bitch again, Neil? Howard David's a bitch. Okay, there you go. There's that one. And then you know what they probably also want to hear and see if it's clear. How about the bleep? There you go. Good God! And you're looking for that? Why can't I find it? Because you're not looking under the right spot, okay? I know exactly where to find... Oh, no, something just happened on here. Oh, no. That purple thing came up again. You're looking for... Caca, poop, pissing. What else? What am I missing? No, that's not the one. No. No, I know the, the, the fun stuff. I know exactly where... See, now you got me into this. Blame George on this, okay? Just a minute. Here it is. Oh, yeah, we're boring. I, we, you know, we used to talk about pussy. We talk about stock now. You know, you just get old artsy fartsy and it's no fun anymore. It's true. We used to talk about good bodies and big tits and, you know, the fun stuff. Yeah, there you go. See, it is the fun stuff and you're, you're in there looking and looking. I know the fun stuff when I see it, okay, mister? You just know, don't, don't uh, get it at all. Peter. Ten past eleven. What are you? Uh, boy, that was quite a visit. I had a great visit with uh, Mo this morning. Greg Reed, my close personal buddy, came in here today. Oh, huh? Not looked me hugging. straight in the eye. No, seriously, he's actually. I got look. I try to be fair. Okay. Sure. Most of the time, he's disappointing. <laughs> That's an understatement. Most of the time, he lets us down. And again, some of that, in all fairness, is not him. It's his partners, the Beasleys. Yes. You know, the living in the the treehouse crowd over there in Naples. Corporate. But. but in this particular case, we have to give him high marks. I'm sure. not sure it's going to happen again anytime soon. We give him high marks, which means maybe he's hanging around inhaling a lot in the building. Live, Live and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. Jack Cuban Airliner headed to Florida. All right. Greg hates you. Well, congratulations. Get a life. Hi, I'm Joe. Wait a minute. I do that all the time. I'm Evan. I used to have my own show. Maybe you've seen it once or two times. Joe Millionaire was its name-o. And I thought it was time I gave you a little update on what I was doing. So here it goes. Actually, not a whole lot. People keep asking if me and Zanga is still in my life. Or, or Zippy or, or Zorro. Ah, I don't remember the actual name of it, but it starts with a Z. No is the answer. 
She wanted us to drink wine, have conversations, and basically explore our feelings for each other. And I want to explore the Hooters girl I met last night. So we've decided to just be friends who don't even speak to each other too much. A lot. I'm doing some public appearances to the tune of 15 grand a pop, which I basically do nothing. Tonight I got some women's book club meeting in El Paso, Texas, in which I sit in a chair like a department store Santa, and the overweight brainiacs Google me up and say stuff like, Ooh, I could do it to him, and, and can I knot your chest hair into a sweater? I generally say no to that, unless they pony up another five grand. Oh, check out my website, getjoeforto.com. Peace. Okay, 1114 at 560 WQM. Hijack Cuban headliner, jetliner, headed to Florida. The MIA, as a matter of fact. They're just showing the Miami International. They're showing like an empty uh, runway there. Out in the middle of nowhere. Aren't you excited? Oh, thrilled. I'm going right now to greet him. Tom has an interesting fax here and says... If Bush is so religious, why does he favor the big corporations and the rich while surrounding himself with corporate multimillionaires? Is this what Jesus would do? Asked Tom. Shut up. Well, Jesus must have been a pretty good businessman. Look at the gigantic corporation he's invented. Woo! Or well, his disciples invented, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. A war of words over sending pornography to the troops, says this. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to read all this stuff. I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? I'm burned out for a day. I don't want to read all oh, this stuff. That's an important story. It is? We love our troops. They're good enough to die for us, but they can't have any naked pictures before they die because we're Christians. That's for damn sure. God. Try to pollute the uh, minds and the hearts of our service people overseas. The same right-wingers that are in favor of the war are opposed to them getting Playboy. Yeah. Well, that's because the right-wingers are running out. They don't want to lose their copy. 408 votes on a poll today on NeilRogers.com. We're having a pretty interesting day today. It's kind of a little disjointed. You leave yeah. this joint to me, and you can have your own joint over there. Thanks. Everybody's smoking in the building today, by the way. Oh! In fact, Greg was in here passing out big fat ones to everybody. I didn't get mine. Well, except you. He hates you. Oh, I know. 408 votes. How does religion permit the carnage of the war in Iraq? And even if you're in favor of the war, if you're gung-ho, you must admit that there's plenty of human carnage already, and the war's only a few days old. And there's going to be a lot more. Hopefully not, but that just isn't realistic. Religious fanaticism is at the root of the problem. 217 very perspicacious people see that, just like they saw 9-11 and all these fanatical uh, Muslims and fanatical Christians and fanatical everybody, because fanatical speaks for itself. Because they got the answers, and they're going to make us an offer we can't refuse. Isn't that what uh, Saddam Hussein said? In fact, I think that's what Bush said. If we actually find uh, Saddam, I uh, can't find it. Huh? Oh, under the Godfather? Yeah, I can't find it. Oh, here. That's what we're going to do. W's going to go over there. and I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. There you go. That wasn't even worth it. Uh, even the Lord loves Neil Rogers. 63 votes. I don't think I did this right. God doesn't care. He's busy with ball games. 78. Even the Lord loves Neil Rogers. 63. Uh, it doesn't. The Ten Commandments say thou shalt not kill. 27. It's self-defense. God will allow it. 15. And God wants us to kill the enemies. 8. So the God Squad ain't doing too good on our poll today. Even with the freeping uh, Jeepers uh, Creepers, right. it's Mr. Freeper. How come they're not voting for that? They haven't read their Bible. You think? I Either know. that or maybe they're too old and they can't, uh, don't have a computer. Maybe that oh. might be it. All of Steve's 90-plus audience. Hello, Steve. I heard Randy Rhodes the other day and Joyce Kaufman, and they said you're a douchebag. You know, that, that stuff. Mm. 
Yeah, exactly. Stuff that makes your teeth ache. Like hearing people talk about sports on radio hours a day. Oh, makes God. your teeth ache. Oh, good thing makes we don't have a whole nauseous. station dedicated to that. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's a good thing we don't have two of them <laughs> in the same marketplace. <laughs> that would be insane. That would be bad. WQAM. Hey, I want to talk to Neil. I beg your pardon? Yes, sir, speaking. Hey, fag boy. Uh-huh. How did I know it? The moment I heard, mm -hmm. that's because he had his boyfriend in the back. Okay. WQAM. Yeah, uh, I want to talk to Neil, please. Speaking. Neil. Hey, um, I'm one of those 95% you talk about that have listened to you for 10 years and never called. Yes, sir. Yeah. 98%. Uh, whatever the figure was. I wanted to call you five years ago when you were ranting against uh, Wayne Huizenga, yeah. the, the worst uh, corporate entity ever. But now I have another question for you. No, oh, I didn't know there was the first question. Go ahead. Um, the yeah. Um, um, if Saddam Hussein, how many how many Jews do you think Saddam Hussein would kill if he had a chance, an opportunity, a nuclear bomb, whatever? How many do you think he'd kill if he had a chance? How many Christians do you think he would kill? How many Americans do you think he'd kill if so, he had so, a chance? So, so what does that mean? Well, some, sometime maybe we got to draw a line. What do you, what do you, what are you whining about? Well, I'm sorry if I come across as whining. Um, like the first uh, President Bush, you're whining. Well, well, all right. How, how, well, let me ask you this: How many Americans do you think Stalin would have killed? Yeah, did he? Yeah, well, we used to talk yeah, well, about Stalin. Sir, uh, let, let me ask you again. Sir, let me say this to you, okay? Joseph Stalin killed millions and millions of his own people, okay? 16. Huh? 16 million, whatever the hell the number was. I mean, I'm not counting at this point. The fact of the matter is, did he kill any Americans? Didn't he have weapons of mass destruction? Didn't he have biological weapons? Didn't he have every kind of weapon ever invented, sir? Wouldn't it been nice if somebody... I'm not talking to a woman, okay? You're an idiot. Good. What, what kind of a call is that? Is, is that for serious or is he joking? Should have stuck with his instincts. Oh my God! Stick with the ninety-five percent, pal. God, I don't mind listening to anybody, but when you start whining like that, that had to be. Let a me joke. ask you something. That had to be a joke. How many peppers could Peter Piper peck? Don't start with that pecker stuff again, okay? What the hell is wrong with you? By the way, fat boy, what did he want? Hiya, Pally. What, what did he I, want? I, I, I tried to um, help him by not passing along his. Crap! What was, what was it? Certainly, better not have been about food. No, no. See, and I can tell because you already listen to this. I want the audience to listen very carefully. This is the most important thing you'll hear all day, except when Duff came in here and said <laughs> in the background. Although, thankfully, the mic was off. You're okay, my Duff. I think the microphone was off. We'll check the tape because if anybody hears that word, <laughs> it was Duff Lindsay. But anyway, it has to do with food. And the reason I know that is because already you have asked me. Don't even ask. Okay, don't ask, and Got I it. won't tell. Got it. Didn't I say yeah, very clearly, yes. while I'm here for these couple of weeks or three weeks, however I can stand it, uh, I'm not going to be eating food. When I'm in Toronto, do you hear me eating on the nope. air? And the reason you don't hear me eating on the air is because I am not. Well, I think in the, a year a and a half I've been doing shows up there on and off. I've had like two pieces of cheese combined the whole time I've been up there. A raw weenie. And, and, and one raw weenie, that's cold, right. And, of course, none of your business. Yeah. But, uh, and that's it. Yeah. In a year and a half. I come back here, I just had a... You see, I'm going to tell you something. I cannot stand most fat people. I'll make exceptions because, like, Fat Rich is a good friend of mine, and Zach's a good guy here. We have anybody else? And a beast, I don't I'm not... Uh, he's, no, seriously, I'm like, uh... uh men's amends with him, you know what I mean? No. Yeah, come see, come saw. 
I can take them or leave them. But most fat people aren't satisfied just to be fat. They're food pushers. How long have we talked about that on this goddamn show? And it's so frustrating to me. It's so freaking frustrating to me that we've got people like that. This is a man who's wobbling around his place on a walker. Whose hip is given out. Whose whole body is given out because he weighs 50,000 pounds. He's a fat tub of crap. When Power 96 used to give away candy in promotional yeah. stuff they were doing, he would break into the goddamn promotions uh, department and steal the candy and shovel it down his puss. Now, I will grant you that I've all, the eating disorders, I know as well as anybody else what they are. But it's not important that you succeed and stay alive. It's important that other fat people fail. Well, he wants to take as many people with him as possible. Right. Well, I'm not going with you, fat boy. Stay the hell away from me. P.D. Lenny's gone. Oh. That's one guy. Thank God for oh. that. No wonder I'm in. Notice what a good mood I'm in today? Bonded with Mo. Greg came in with a big smile on his puss. We had a wonderful exchange here. Oh! Talked about his uh, that call we had yesterday, which he found, I guess, somewhat amusing. By the way, do you know he's... Uh, oh. No. <laughs> why does he think nobody knows that? I mean, I, he, I guess I, he doesn't really care, but I mean, why does he think we don't know that? I mean, I'm never even here, and I still know that. You know, P.D. Lenny calls me up, but a beep, but a boop. You know, he's giving me all the information because he's a, he's a, he's a yenta. He's poison, P.D. Lenny. We don't need a yenta like that in here. He's a he's a mole and a troll. He is with a big <laughs> yeah. pie hole, which he can't shut. A mole and a troll and a big pie hole. But anyway, with no soul. I'd like to send him to West Virginia to dig some coal. Anyway, what was I saying about Greg? No, it was about, about oh, and about Fat Boy. Yeah. I'm not I'm not putting up with your crap anymore. I don't want any goddamn food in here while I'm here. This isn't Nelly's restaurant. It's a radio studio. So at least kind of. It's studio-ish. Yeah, it's radio-ish. This isn't a place I realize a lot of other people are getting ready to eat lunch right now. Not me. I can wait till 1.30 when I get home. I can wait. I got my black sack from Balance for Life. I got some beautiful stuff in there laid out. In fact, you know what I'm going to have when I get home? A Boca burger. Hey. Yeah, with a nice slice of onion, tomato. Made out of people. Yeah, it's made out of people. And what's wrong with eating people for lunch? You eat the butt, you eat the whole damn thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't start with him, okay? <laughs> Peter. Yeah. Sorry. I, I what is wrong with you? Good old days. Trying to remember when he used to be yeah. our friend. Are you sure? Well, he never was our friend. We found that out. And then, of course, you see, the, you see how people show their true colors. The way he turned. Oh, yeah. All I did is make one very light criticism. Right. I said I didn't like his syndicated show as much as when he was on. We were working with him on IOD. And right away, he turned on me like a rat. I, I can't deal with that. I can't deal with people like if you don't suck up to them every like like the goddess. Yeah. Oh, well, he didn't support me on that one thing that one time, whatever the hell it was at IOD. I, I stood up for that bitch, I mean, for her every minute of the way, okay? Even when she was bombing, dying in the afternoon. Dying. A wicked yeah. death. And I still stood up for her. But because I didn't stand up for something she said or whatever, oh, right away I let her down. I, I can't deal with people like that, okay? I'll stand up for you when I think you're right, and when you're full of crap, I'll say, hey, guess what? I think this time they may be full of crap. Or maybe I just won't say anything. How dare you? Yeah. So as far as our good, close, former friend... Uh, Are you... Yeah. Pissed off and disgusted with your whole ambiance, with your whole thing. Just what they need is another lard-ass junior. Just what they need. It's very disheartening. It's, it's tragic. Howard Stern, Phil Henry, the voices of reason, the voices of amusement, the voices with yeah. balls... It's interesting now how all of a sudden Greg's got the balls and they lost theirs. Maybe he stole their balls. All the pendulum swings. Well, that's right. The sack swings. Right under your... Peter. Uh-huh. God. What am I getting all... Uh, and I'm not reading this, oh. this guy's back. Tim in Primitive Pines, I can't deal with you. You're an idiot. 
Go away. Don't fax me ever again. The Dutch Connection says French guys are beating everyone doing 167 times a year. Oh, this is in Dutch. I guess right. about how many times you have sex per year. I can't because uh, it shows condoms. And you know the Dutch. It's all. Yeah. Let me tell you something about the Dutch. They're not sexy people. Sexy as in wanting it or getting it? No, no, either one. Oh. They're not like uh, what I would call. No, it's like when you go to Amsterdam, forget about the Dutch, which will be easy to do. Mm-hmm. It's the people who visit there. It's I the see. touristas who come from all over the world to, to cut loose and have a great time mm-hmm. and wild. And, they're great. But as far as the Dutch are concerned, they're about as sexually ex- as exciting as uh, uh, Josh Friedman. So let's see, France, 167 times a year they're screwing. Netherlands, see what I mean? Netherlands, 158. Denmark, 152. Canada, 150. Oh, oh! A lot of sex in Canada, baby. Oh, there are that many uh, straight people? 150? I haven't seen that many. <laughs> Great Britain, 149. Deutschland, 147. Of course, in Deutschland, they make them an offer. You understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone. Yugoslavia, 147, which don't even exist anymore. South Africa, 146. Austria, Ustenreich, 144, and Norwegian, Norway, 144. Where's, uh, like... I don't see the USA the on there, USA do you? Or, or regions like Hallandale or Miramar. Hallandale. Hollywood. Oy! Statistically insignificant, Hallandale and Hollywood, <laughs> especially in your house. <laughs> 27 past 11. By the way, George would like some pictures of some hot naked babes. Yeah, that's what we ought to resurrect. I like that thing. That was funny. It was a and, spur of the moment And we did thing. have the one really... Right. Pretty good-looking young couple on there, and they won hands down. We gave them a nice prize. It was an impromptu. The prizes just yeah. kind of materialized. I didn't know what to do I with them. I think we ought to do that on a regular basis. Then Mark yeah. in Miami will be happy because that will be more fun, and he wants some fun. He doesn't want to hear all this right. war stuff. In places like Basra. He doesn't want to hear all these retired colonels and generals. Not going to get any additional support. I... Right. By the way, the Brits are taking a, a whipping in Basra. There are a lot of uh, casualties. Oh, really? Unfortunately, yes. I have no idea. Yeah. Have a number? I... I don't have a number, and even if we did have a number, we know the numbers aren't accurate anyway. Okay. Not. I don't know how many Brits have died. Maybe I'll give you a just make it up. About 30, man. 28 past 11 at 560 WQAM. Do you have $2,000 or more on a credit card? If so, listen. Dedicated Consumer Counseling will help you. It'll cost you nothing. That's right. It'll cost you zero. Dedicated is a nonprofit company that will contact the companies you owe money to, and they'll cut your payments in half. Call 1-800-4-NO-DEBT. That's the number 1-800, the number 4. Let me say it again. 1-800, the number 4 in letters N-O-D-E-B-T. Dedicated will help you cut your interest rate, eliminate late fees, and save your credit. It will cost you nothing. The bank pays dedicated. You pay nothing. So if you're tired of battling credit card debt, call dedicated at 1-800-4-NO-DEBT. Call and find out how dedicated can help you. you got nothing to lose but all of that grief. If you've had it with credit card debt, high interest rates, and late fees, call dedicated consumer counseling, and they'll be handling it right from there. Call right now, 1-800-4-NO-DEBT. And don't forget, it costs you nothing. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Hey. Depends on you and the powers you possess. Since you saved his life with your flying scissor knife, he's got a job for you to do. Love the way you pop your dues. 
message for Jeff High. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Don't ever come in here again when I'm in this room. Don't ever come in here again. I'm, I'm serious. He just makes me, he makes my skin crawl. Here is a man who can barely function as a human being and trying to spread his fat to everybody else. The date of my stroke was February the 10th. Mark it down on your, on a tattoo on his ass. Write large letters. You'll have plenty of room. February 10th. Today is April 1st. No fooling. Okay. So it's like a month and a half later, and this man is trying to force-feed me crap for his own fun and profit. And, of course, he he's going to, like, uh, grab onto some of it, naturally. Probably most of it. And then uh, we'll give a bunch of plugs. First of all, neither one of the places he's trying to bring food in here from uh, are on his uh, advertising on his show. Right. Am I right about that? Yes. Not at the moment? Correct. And as a matter of fact, one of them I don't think ever did. Right. So so what what's the point? What is the point? Free food. That I have to do him a favor to make myself sick, to make Jeff High happy about his neurosis with fat? You're a sick, disgusting, fat tub of crap, okay, fat boy? And it's too bad the Sabres didn't fold up just to spite you, although I do like Rick Jenneret and Jim Lorenz. You make me sick, fat boy. You make me nauseous, okay? Hiya, Howie! Don't ever come near this studio, okay? You make Josh Friedman look like Robbie Benson. You make uh, Julio look just like Brad Pitt. That's right. You make the beast look just like Tom Brady. So don't you dare bring your fat tub of waddling crap anywhere near my studio ever again. You sack of crap, you. You big, fat, disgusting, smelly turd burger, you. Don't hold back. What are you trying to say? I hate his guts. And, boy, that's, that's a lot of hate to spread around. That's about 500 pounds worth of hate. That's a long and hate. I don't hate much. Even, even Mo and I bonded brief, briefly this morning. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, the reason I played uh, Virgin Mary, and I got a little sidetracked on Hiya, that tub of turd. A controversial new Vatican glossary of sexual terms says homosexuals are not normal and that countries which allow gay marriages are inhabited by people which profoundly with profoundly disordered minds, according to the Vatican City's new uh, sex glossary. Italy's gay community immediately condemned the glossary of nearly 900 pages which hit the bookstores yesterday as part of what they called a new anti-homosexual crusade. The glossary prepared by the Vatican's Pontifical Council for the Family covers themes such as sexuality, condoms, abortion, birth control, and genetic manipulation. Thank God there ain't any other kind of manipulation covered. There's no fact in, in the church. A section on homosexuality and homophobia says homosexuality stems from an unresolved psychological conflict, like fat people trying to force-feed you food. I think maybe they got a point, fat boy. It says those who want to give homosexuals the same legal rights in society deny a psychological problem which makes homosexuality against the social fabric. And you talk about the pot calling the kettle pink, man. The, cat, the Vatican, the Catholic Church with their swish guard, which is just overrun by nothing but a bunch of pansies. This is just unbelievable. And, I, and for the guy to call before, 
I do separate the pedophiles, the child molesters, from the other priests who happen to be gay but aren't uh, child molesters. Necessarily. Necessarily, but uh, it ain't necessarily so. But talk about an institution that's just run and overrun with the fags, man, the Catholic Church. Hiya, Pally! And here they are again, the hypocrites, the biggest hypocrites in the world. Well, it's part of the scam. And then again, for the Pope to be talking about the killing in Iraq, what institution, what religious institution has killed more innocent people than all the others put together? It couldn't be the Catholic Church, could it? Uh-huh. Oh. Millions during right. the Crusades and the Inquisition? Sure. Millions. Millions. That's right. Mm-hmm. Good golly, Miss Molly. I'll find it this time. And, of course, how did they convert all those people? I'm going to make them an offering, Cameron. There you go. That's right. Or die. That, was, that was the first bunch of Catholics who used that line before Marlon Brando. I'm going to make them an offering, Cameron. Okay, go have some lunch, Marlon. It's too late for you anyway. In fact, why don't we send Fat Boy off to Marlon Brando's joint? Huh? Can't hurt at this point. And they can, bo they can both do that fatso routine together. You know, with the, uh, that, that, the feeding frenzy together. The two of them. They can have an orange. I like Luxon Cookle. Yeah, I like Luxon Cookle too, okay? A little pie with chocolate chips. <laughs> oh, my God. What a pleasure it is to be back here in South Florida. Not. Oh! Fine. Am I getting a little worked up here today? I don't no, know it's why. Because I'm starting to feel a little bit better, energy. I think. I'm starting to get my life back. Had that great bonding with Mo and Greg all in one day. Didn't eat no crap. Sorry, by the way, Greg, I didn't mean to put you in the same category with Mo. Here's a call on line nine, WQAM, not there. What a shame. That might have been important. Might have been from Ashtabula. Might have been from Solon, Ohio, home of Jim Mad Dog Mandich. Might have been from Finley, Ohio, home of Joe Marsh Jr. What, what, what are you laughing about? <laughs> Nothing. I'm going to get that site open up again. Joe Marsh Jr. Back and forth. Yeah. Might have been from uh, Oshawa, Ontario. Or Mississauga, Ontario, home of Don Cherry. Might have been from Kingston, Ontario, home of Doug Gilmore. Okay, come on, let's go. Here's uh, WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. I had a couple of observations at the ball in the game last night. It was a pretty good crowd. And you know why? Yeah. They're giving away free hot dogs. That's what I've been saying all morning. Yes. Unbelievable. Right. It was, it was the lines for the snack bar were around the block. Right. And you couldn't even really walk through the They, they want to pack that joint every day. Free bobblehead dolls, free caps. If they can just give a bunch of crap away free, they'll have thousands in every game. And no one was mad. Right. But, but they have a new thing. The waterless urinal. The waterless urinal. What, what really is that? Big, big news, uh, I understand. Well, what Everybody's that talking about it in the building. Well, what is it? You, there's urinals with no water. Yeah. You just go in there, and when they're leaking, do not step near them, because it's not water. They were, they were leaking in there last night. It was gross. But you have to go to the bathroom, there's no water. You just pee in it, and I guess air and gravity takes it away. So So there's there's no water running in the urinal? Uh-uh. It's like Ooh. a trough. It's pretty gross. Oh, great. So good luck, guys. Just uh, wear a swishers in there. Okay. <laughs> it was the talk of the uh, town. Was the waterless uh, urinals? I understand there were all these. Maybe news that's stories. why they call it PP Park. Front page news. Yeah. I'll be damned. Maybe they can change the name to Peta Park. Taking a leak next to Gary Sarner. He was all talking about it. Big news. Oh, you mean here? Yeah. At our regular right, urinals. Right. Oh, well, Gary Sarner. You know, he's a real jocksniffer. He's another one of those. He's another one of that crowd, the sports mafia here at QAM. In addition to which, beside the fact that he's one of those... He's an asshole. Yeah, besides. Haven't seen him since I've been back, and you know what? Oh! Thank God! P.D. Lenny we got rid of. Uh, Gary Sarner, he stays in his uh, cubicle back there. He stayed the hell away from me, which is fine. If you're getting the feeling that most of the salespeople get on my nerves, you're right. No, no, don't miss. Now, Adam, Adam's a good guy. I saw him this morning, and we like Adam a lot. Gary has an office. 
I don't care what he's got an orifice. He's got a yeah. big orifice. Rectum. I'm sure of that. He's okay. not one of those cubicle people. I don't he's care what he's that. got. He's part of the inner circle. Uh huh. That's why he has an office. Right. Was I just starting to say that was so much more important? Oh yeah, I'm trying to think. Adam, we like in sales. Right. Yeah. Skippy, eh, you know, Skippy's a goofball, but he's okay. I mean, at least he's yeah. not—he's benign. He's not malignant. Right. See what I'm saying? Raymond's a nice guy, but Tommy hates him because he can't write copy. Raymond, Ray, who's Ray? I think you've met him one time. That wasn't the guy that came in yesterday. The new guy. Different. Uh, the new guy is a sports. Guy. He's the sports sales guy. He's not the, with us. I he see. just, you know. I forgot his name already. Do I know Raymond? I think you met him once. It was now, a long Todd, time ago. And t- Todd Dreck, see what I'm saying? Do I ever want to see him again? No. And it's not me. I'm not. To, Hank will tell you the same thing. Even Mo is starting to get on the, their case now. See, in the beginning, oh, the salespeople there are the best. You know, he was sucking around with that. He he's onto them now. Right. He knows what they're all about. And then, of course, in a category by himself. Hiya, Pally. Right. Who's busy talking about the toilet habits? Busy splattering all over the walls in there in the handicapped uh, compartment. Huh? Why do you think they call it handicrap? Oh, God, I'm so glad that I did not participate in viewing that scene. <laughs> you're, you're oh, lucky you're back. It's close to lunchtime. Don't start, don't start regaling the audience with tales of Fat Boy <laughs> and his little accident. His... Keep that door oh, open. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> oh, you got to play that bit again now. What bit? <laughs> the oh, the one. Okay, okay just calm down. Just try to control yourself, okay? <laughs> Get out of here, you tub of crap. Go peddle your free food someplace else, and not only that, but... Hey, all you homeowners out there, there are a few things worse in life than a hot summer day, which is almost every day lately since it's an early summer here. Then go out in the backyard for a nice, refreshing, relaxing swim. You look into the pool, and guess, speaking of crap, that's what it looks like in there. It looks like the end of the world. Maybe it's stained, it's dirty, maybe it's cracking in your pool, too. Well, don't look at that mess anymore. Just say, no more ugly pool, and call our good, close, personal friends at Atlantic Marsite. They're a real construction company using full-time employees, not subcontractors. Atlantic Marsite specialized in the most incredible innovation to hit the pool business in 100 years, Diamond Bright. They've been doing it right, pouring it on for over 12 years now. They're licensed, they're insured professionals who do a stupendous job for you. They even train other companies internationally how to do diamond brighting and do it right. And they'll give you the same price they give to the contractors, so it is absolutely unbeatable. They service North Miami, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. So call Atlantic Marsite. They're the biggest installers of Diamond Bright anywhere in South Florida. They'll come right to you and give you a free estimate with absolutely no obligation. And they also do a great job of pool and deck renovations, custom lighting, pool heating, and exotic and erotic water features, too. For the best in the universe, call Atlantic Marsite. See, we used to like Adam a lot till he came in here. Call Atlantic Marsite, 1-800-558-8883. That's 1-800-558-8883. Diamond Bright, do it right, because Diamond Bright is a pool's best friend. Call them today, Atlantic Marsite. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. You have a heart or a liver? This is a 560 WQAM fire alarm. Please exit the building in an orderly fashion. There is no need to panic. Everything is fine. Self-destruct sequence engaged. T-minus 10 minutes and counting. 10, 9, 3. Ooh, I gotta get out of here, Pally. Hey, how come the elevator won't work? Because you gotta use the stairs, you stupid moron. You dumb fat bastard, you. You stupid fat turd. Oh, hiya, Howard. The stairs? That's right, Rotundo. I uh, don't think I can... Uh... Out of my way, fatso. All right. So I have to go one step at a time. Help! Help! I 
46, 14 till noon at 560 WQAM. Bill Nelson, one of our two Florida senators, and of course your buddy, B.D. Odd Bobby. U.S. Senator Bill Nelson accused the Bush administration yesterday of intolerance by questioning the patriotism of those who publicly opposed the president's policies on the war or domestic issues. Nice going, Billy. Oh! By the way, is it hot in here or is it me? It's boiling it in hot. here. Let me go. Oh, no, I'll do it. All right. Feels like they're cranking up the ovens in here if you catch my drift. Speaking of this, there is an attempt to muzzle people who happen to disagree with specific policy, Nelson said during a visit with state legislators in Tallahassee. I have refused to be silent. Good for you, Billy. Oh! Senator Nelson cited the Pentagon's repeated rebuttals of remarks by the Army senior ground commander in Iraq, Lieutenant General William Wallace. Wallace said last week that overextended supply lines in a combative adversary using unconventional tactics had stalled the U.S. drive toward Baghdad and increased the likelihood of a longer war. That suggests an attitude problem, Nelson said, when a soldier makes a statement that is grounded in fact and an attempt is made to muzzle that soldier as if he's not speaking the truth. That is dangerous precedent to set. How do you like that? Despite national polls indicating strong public support of the president and the war, Nelson's comments show a determination by the moderate Democrat to take a harder stand against Bush, especially on military matters. Thank God for everybody named Nelson. You know what I'm saying? Right on. I think that's where it's all at. Charles Nelson Riley, man. That's, uh, yeah. Well, we're going to get rid of him. Where is Nelson? We're going to deport him <clears throat> to Mykonos with the Greeks. Linda and Boca faxes and said, good faxes today, by the way. And we're interspersing with some calls screenless. Not too bad today, although we have another hour and 11 minutes to go. Jeez. Anyway, Linda and Bo <laughs> Well, i got to ease back into it. You don't know that I bonded with Mo briefly this right. morning. huh? Very briefly. Don't get panicky. Linda says, my wise 13-year-old son told me the other day he was getting so upset with all the war coverage on TV, it was disturbing him so much he announced he was not going to watch it anymore. Good for him. He just wants to do his normal kid stuff like school, skateboarding, and hanging out with his friends. Good. 
The worrying about the war was too much for him. I thought about what he said and decided to follow it. I don't watch constant TV news coverage. That away, Linda. The night vision goggles would be a Get out of here. I don't go every war detail in the newspaper or talk about it at the dinner table. We are against the war. We support the troops and want them to come home soon. But my son and I will not continue with this constant media barrage to our senses. It isn't healthy. And you're absolutely correct, Linda and Boca. There's somebody who's got her head on straight and her kid, too. Wait till you hear this. From the Australian. Is that that Adam bugging us again? <laughs> oh, brother. I just want to make one comment, okay? He's a pretty good guy, but generally speaking... Salespeople are isoles. Yeah. U.S. soldiers in Iraq asked to pray for Bush. Oh, my God. Exactly. They may be the ones facing danger on the battlefield, but U.S. soldiers in Iraq are being asked to pray for the president. Thousands of Marines have been given a pamphlet called A Christian's Duty, a mini prayer book which includes a tear-out section to be mailed to the White House, pledging the soldier who sends it has been praying for Bush. And uh, I want you to stop and think about this, okay, because we have Jews in the military, right. we have atheists and agnostics in the military, Everything, we have Muslims, all of the we have every kind, we have Jehovah's Witnesses, we right. have Buddhists and uh, Tudists. Traditional Native American voodoo. Oh, my witch God! Talk about a Goyesha takeover. I have committed to pray for you, your family, your staff, and our troops during this time of uncertainty and tumult. May God's peace be your guide, says the pledge, according to a journalist embedded with coalition forces. The pamphlet, produced by a group called In Touch Ministries, offers a daily prayer to be made for the U.S. President, a born-again Christian who likes to invoke his God in speeches. Oh, God. Sunday is pray that the President and his advisors will seek God and his wisdom daily and not rely on their own understanding. Monday's prayer reads, pray that the President and his advisors will be strong and courageous to do what is right regardless of critics. Every day they got another one of these deals. The pamphlet called A Christian's Duty. I want you people to understand what kind of group of people we're talking about running your country now, okay? Don't you understand this? Don't you see it? Are you that stupid? Yes. A Christian's Duty. What a slap in the face that is to every soldier. All these people who are putting their lives on line for, uh, for these maniacs. And again, talking about total insensitivity, lack of any kind of conscience whatsoever. Shut up, heathen. Yeah, right. Brother, what a disaster. What a mitigated disaster for freedom in this country. We used to have some freedoms. They're going fast. I hear the stories. Yeah. For offensive measures. Yeah, it's pretty offensive to me. God. Almost as offensive as one of our salespeople. I don't want to mention no name. Hiya, Pally. 488 votes on the poll. How does religion permit the carnage of this war in Iraq? Religious fanati uh, fanaticism is at the root of the problem. 253 people say that. 51.8%. God doesn't care. He's busy with ball games. 92 people say that. Maybe he's in Vegas with Hank. Even the Lord loves Neil Rogers. 72 people know that for a fact. It doesn't. The Ten Commandments say thou shalt not kill. 39 people be saying that. It's self-defense, so God will allow it. 29. And God wants us to kill all our enemies. Only 12. I guess Jeepers Creepers not too good a job by the Freepers, right? Or they're in denial. like to pretend the Bible doesn't say those things. I see. About killing your enemies? Give pretty specific instructions. And make sure you get every last one. Not just the them, but you can start with them. Yeah. We don't wish any ill to any of our salespeople, but if certain ones happen to stay home for a few months... Hiya, Pally! Or at least until I get out of town again, it would be very, very pleasant. The more I think about that, it, it, I, I know the audience gets upset with me when I dwell on that, but it, it's... It no, is like so, it. It's so unacceptable. 
It is its behavior that is so outrageous. And the fact that this radio station, you know, again, we don't have any management here. We just have a bunch of people wandering around sitting at desks. The fact that they permit this as opposed to saying, hey, guess what, you assholes here in sales. The man just had a stroke a month and a half ago. His biggest problem is fat. Quit trying to force feed him while he's here, okay? He doesn't want it. You're funny. I'm serious. That's You're the way. That, that is the way a real place of business would operate. <laughs> I'm, I'm making the differentiation. I'm not talking about here. Okay. Not a place that's radio-ish or businesses-ish. What does that have to do with closing and collecting? I see. Well, first of all, we're not closing and collecting from any of those. What does people, it have to okay? do with sports? Let me say it again. It has nothing to do with sponsors or money because those people aren't spending a dime on this radio station, which makes it even more gallbladdering. And I don't even have one anymore. Hiya, Pally. You jackass! You fat tub of turd, man! You make me sick. You make me nauseous. You make me want to go on here and do hours and hours about you down there at the goddamn Treasure Island. I'm trying desperately to get some bitch to touch any part of your fat tubby body. Hopefully without any success. Here's a, uh, some great faxes. I'll save them until after the break. I don't want to like gloss over them. Good faxes today, guys. Oh. Yeah, audience really comes through big time. And thank God, oh, God. for them. Don't you see the uh, the violation of separation of church and state when the government, the federal government, is sending these pamphlets to our soldiers? Which, by the way, In Touch Ministries is Franklin Graham, son of Billy Graham's organization. Yeah. A grotesque violation of separation sure. of church and state since the military is an arm of the federal government. Right. Since they're a captive audience. Exactly. And since it's none of his damn business to be telling them what to pray or who to pray to or what to be saying. A Christian's duty. My ass. Four minutes till noon. Hiya, Pally. No, not that big of an ass. <laughs> Four minutes till noon at 560Q. I got the mad dog at one who's going to apologize to me personally today for being such a wuss. Oh, God. Come on. Tell it like it is, mad dog. 
A pretty sad commentary when a fat old faggot like me is the only one on the station with a real pair. And Greg, too, growing little one. You hear that, Greg's growing little one? A little what? That's what somebody said. Oh, what a dwarf? Anyway, let me, and the good news is from Bob Eisenberg that the March Madness sale at Hallett Pontiac GMC continues through this week, and that's no April Fooling. How do you like that? Are we excited about that? Huh? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, sure. I didn't want you to say you're not excited about anything unless you're getting something for free. And I got news for it. Tom Lehman ain't giving you nothing, okay? Except maybe his best wishes. I'll take him. Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto of uh, Hallett Pontiac GMC are proud to announce the Neil March deal mad, um, uh, madness sale continues to the end of this way. I just said it. Neil deal number one. Pick any new GMC or Pontiac in stock like the 33-mile-a-gallon Vibe priced as low as 13998 and get yourself 0% financing for up to 60 months. That's correct. 0% for up to 60 months. Neil deal number two. Zwei, Zwei, Dos. Choose any new vehicle in stock, Dewey, and receive up to a $3,000 rebate. Absolutely correct, sir. Get yourself up to a $3,000 rebate on any new vehicle in stock. Hallett's also got rate deal deals on used cars, trucks, and SUVs, a whole ton of them. And as far as the deal is concerned, if you've been turned down for credit, if you're embarrassed to walk onto a car lot because your credit is very marginal, maybe a little on the weak side, maybe once you worked in this radio business and you think, like, forget about it. Don't forget about it. Head for Hallett because they'll cut you a deal, no matter how bad, how marginal, how mediocre your credit may be. But right now, through the end of this week, it's a great set of Neil deals going on at Hallett Pontiac GMC, who've been making people unbeatable deals for 35 years in that same sensational location at 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's U.S. 1 across from the falls, open every day, seven days a week. If you want to get more info about these special deals, call the Neil Deal Hotline, toll-free, 1-888-534-4211. That's 1-888-534-4211. Don't forget... All Neal deals are subject to credit approval. See dealer for details. Hallett Pontiac GMC, who still say we are professional grade. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. This is Dave Goldstein, but you can call me Geldy. Whenever I'm in town, I listen to... Wait a minute, I am in town. It's the 12 to 1 hour. Stop! <laughs> If we don't wind up dead From the bush cartel that left us all this way We've all been duped, blind support was our doom As the bombs dropped from the skies from far away Maybe we should have paid attention a little bit more To the facts we chose to ignore The price of gas has declined But I'm afraid that the line won't be very long We'll meet again with our hope that by then Civil rights will be restored one sunny day Estuvo muy bien aquí. 
560. John Jarris, a real good guy, a great American. He was just in here with a big uh, smile and a handshake with me and George, and uh, he's a real sincere guy. He's a good I'm guy. Bench. Even though he drives a Jaguar, he's a good guy. Huh? Well, see, he's the exception to the rule. Most people right. who drive Jaguars are assholes, like Scruan. But he happens to be a really great guy. See, he's a sales guy, so I don't, uh, you know, I, I don't generalize. I deal with people as individuals, the good ones, the bad ones, the evildoers, the real, real pains in the ass. Hiya, Pally! Like that. Here's one that says, in honor of the pamphlet you talked about, a Christian's duty, could you please play the third phone call? <laughs> a Christian's duty. Well, maybe we'll see. We don't want to over, we don't want to overwork that turd. And then one that says, in touch ministries is Franklin Graham's organization. He's the son of Billy Graham. Franklin's been calling the religion of Islam evil. Remember that? Right after 9-11, he started with all that obnoxious yes. crap. And people said, oh, you doesn't do that. That's an insult to all the Muslims all over the world, all one billion of them. And he said, well, too bad, okay? They're a bunch of Farbissan, uh, heads. He's right, of course, but so are all the other ones. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, not, not necessarily. Oh, Buddhism's kind of benign. Benign, as opposed to malignant. I wouldn't say that any religions are malignant. It's the people who practice them. The How people who take selectively take out the grotesque, unacceptable, obviously barbaric, and uh, anti-human things and say, oh, yeah, well, the Bible says this and the Bible says that. Those are the people who are evildoers, like the current crowd that we have. That, that thing about the troops, if that doesn't frost the ass of a lot of people out there who are kind of like, uh, you know, come see, come saw in the middle and tell you where these people are coming from. A Christian's duty to our troops over there, men, women, and uh, otherwise? Hey, converting to Christianity is for your own good, I you see. like it or don't. Well, guess what, W? Cox's a hoist, okay? What? Here's a fact that says, hey, Neil, great show. It was nice while it lasted, but it looks like democracy is dead. Absolutely correct, sir. Haven't I been saying that a long time? I've been Since they stole the election, that was the end of any uh, glimmer of democracy we used to have. I've been seeing calls for censorship worse than in late 40s and early 50s. Some people are actually saying they want to bring back Joe McCarthy like it's a good thing. I'd rather bring back Charlie McCarthy and Edgar Bergen and Mortimer Snurd. What would Jesus do, it says? He spoke out against the religious conservatives and protested frequently against the government. He even participated in civil disobedience when he attacked the money changers in the temple. He overturned their tables and chased them with a horsewhip. Another misconception about Christianity is that it is just to kill in case of punishment of evil. One quote of Jesus, forget about the splinter in your neighbor's eye and look at the beam in your eye. We cannot criticize Iraq for their brutality when we're responsible for thousands of deaths here. From questionable police shootings to selling arms to despots, including Sodom all over the world, we have a truckload of 4x12s in our eye. Christ also defended the prostitute about to be stoned by saying, judge not lest ye be judged, and those of you without sin cast the first stone. I think the U.S. should clean up the injustice that is rampant here before we cast our stones at other countries. Maybe yeah, we can have a big billboard with the president's uh, puss on it saying, we got stones. Or we got stoned. Yeah, well, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. <laughs> yeah, but that was this morning. <laughs> Let's hope not. Okay, maybe that's what it's all about. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line on a smoking Tuesday here. You know, that Mike and Mark, whatever the hell his name was in Miami. You don't know what you're talking about, sweetheart. This show today is on fire. Oh. It's flaming. Lighten up. Yeah. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you, Mark? Invading forces that is invading Iraq. He described this war. You hear those runaway S's on the interpreter there? And you Fire her toe to the ground. Trust me. <laughs> WQAM. That was Gilbert. There you go, Clarence. There's Gilbert again. Gilbert Solomon. What's that fax number one more time? I got it here. Don't worry. 
Anybody wants to freep Gilbert who continues calling up scene phone calls on here and this radio station refuses to do anything about it. And our program director comes in here this morning and goes, Duh, you know, like that. 305-386-8040. I want you to start writing it on restroom walls. I want you to start getting everybody in the world to freep the creep. 305-386-8040 for the unctuous Gilbert who just <laughs> out of control and this radio station won't do anything about it. And the rumors we were hearing around the building is that certain people, All right. I don't want to mention no names, have been consorting with this piece of turd, this walking tragic misfit. How do you like that? A lot of people, because he's retarded. Feel I, I don't are, care. Are, are, I really don't care. The fact is that what he's doing is unacceptable, yeah. okay? No excuse And that for if it. this radio station really did have balls, he'd be the first one on the off-the-air list permanently, okay? And off-the-appearance list and, like, uh, banished, banished for life. Wasn't that spot coming up second? Five six seven oh five. Come on, let's get these phones going again. We're smoking on this end, and you people out there, the same old crap. One out of every four or five calls is the same nitwits because the rest of you are sitting on your haunches waiting for me to entertain you because the price is right and it's for free, like the weenies at the ballpark yesterday at PP Park. God, are you slow? Are you just uh, impossible? You're an impossible bunch. WQAM. Oh yes. Could I speak to Neil, please? Speaking. Oh, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Oh, hello. Hello. Um, I'm, uh, I'm in Pompano. I'm Canadian. I, actually, I spoke to you about two weeks ago. Right. Um, you were talking earlier this morning about uh, Christians and God and, you know, concerning the war. Oi! Oi! <laughs> I happen to be a Canadian Catholic. I, can, I call myself a Canadian Catholic right. because I'm not, I don't live in Rome. Mm -hmm. I'm not a Roman Catholic. Um, but... Uh, as far as I'm concerned, God doesn't have really a role in this war. Um, uh, God doesn't pick and choose who he's going to, um, you know, stand behind. Is he going to be for the Israelis? Is he going to be for the Palestinians? Is he going to be for the Americans? Um, I think it's fine to uh, pray for the safety of people, mm -hmm. for the Iraqis and for the Americans. And you know, I hate to say it, but a lot of them don't have a prayer at this point. No. True, true. But I, I'm just saying that, that um, I believe in destiny, and I think a lot of people um, choose their own destiny. And, uh, like, for instance... We can play that song, You Are My Destiny, by Paul Anka. There's a good Canadian boy. <laughs> yeah, well, but you mentioned CKLW the other day. Did Windsor, you right. Yeah, you worked there? I beg your pardon? Did you work there? No, I, but I lived in Detroit, right across the river. Ah, okay, because I'm from Windsor. In yeah. addition to which, I went to school at Michigan State, and of course, all over the Midwest, CKLW, which used to be such a great station, came in at night everywhere. How, how old are you, may I ask? 60. Oh, okay. Right. As a matter of fact, i got something special for you. Oh, it's that. Wait a minute. Not every show in America could play this for you. CKLW! <laughs> how do you like that? Oh! That's a good one. That's a miracle. You couldn't have that happen again in a million years, eh? And let me ask you this question, yeah. seriously, because yeah. I really enjoy uh, Toronto a lot and yeah. Canada in general. Why is it that the religious, and, and you know, we have some religious nuts up there, but the religious right, as it's called in this country, seems to have so much less influence, and you don't hear that much about them, and they don't bother the government very much there as opposed to here? Uh, you're saying the Canadians? Yeah, in Canada, you don't have that much religious fanaticism as no, you do in no, this country. No, no, you don't. No, true. And... Um, um, like my, you're an atheist, I believe. Yes. Um, I'm Catholic, mm -hmm. and my husband's Catholic. We have three children, and one of my daughters is an atheist, and so we have some um, interesting um, discussions. Mm -hmm. And you know, like she says, "Well, why does God let this happen?" I said, "God doesn't let anything happen. We were we were 
if you know if you are Christian, if you do believe in God, I said we were born with a, a free will. And um, for instance, if a child gets killed by a drunk driver, that's not God's fault. You know, like those people yesterday that was out that were out on the boat. Well, mm-hmm. they made the wrong decision. Right. You know, so it's it's. Or the people in that uh, truck in uh, in Iraq. Right. I mean, uh, I. Do you think that was God's doing? You know, I, I, I of just cor- don't. Of course not. No, no, that's what I'm saying. And, and you know something, the people who believe that kind of thing, I mean, that's really sick. How could you believe in any kind of a, a powerful God who would in any way, shape, or form uh, do these things? But on this, by the same token, those people, for example, who survived 9-11 or who survive a plane crash, and then they say, oh, well, I prayed to God, that God heard my prayers. What about the other people? No, it was it's destiny. It's just, it's you know, that's just the way it is. It's the same with hurricanes and tornadoes and all the rest of it. That's It's nature, and uh, that's just the way the world is. I mean, if God stepped in to stop every horrible thing happening, uh, nothing would ever go wrong in the world. But when I talk to my daughter, I, I say, okay, if, if you don't believe in a God, at least what about the forces of good and evil? Uh, we have a lot of evil people in the world. We ha- have a lot of good lead- people, and the you know the the leaders that we have are making bad judgments. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, have... because that's because there's some of the evil doers in this country. Yeah, well, you know, so uh, I just I can't blame God, and I don't think that people should p- uh, pray to God for. Excel- except for the Ma- Maple Leaf fans, we need to pray to God. Well, they know that's different. Yeah, but that's different. <laughs> <laughs> go, Leafs, go. See you around, eh? Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, she just uh, flipped when I played that CKLW jingle. More music, CKLW. Oh! Let's see. Uncle Nelson, I need some Mickey and Eisner, the original place, says John in North Miami Beach. Boy, these people are sure all over. We have had a wonderful time here. Eisner? But we don't want to overdo it. Well, well, now which one is the original? Mickey Calls Eisner. Yeah, well, they're all called Mickey Calls. Let's, well, well, I'll work on it during the break, okay? I'll take an attitude check and see what the lay of the land says. Yeah, the Lord saved me. He answered my prayers. What about all the other people on the plane that died, or the people in the car, or the bus, or whatever? Well, uh, you know, they're a bunch of heathens. Right. Or he wasn't listening to them. Maybe he's maybe he's got a hearing problem. It was their time. Oh. I, I, just, I can't yeah. deal with it. That's uh, why. And it's not only in Canada where you don't get hardly any of that, but any, any place else you go. This is what people, these parochial American people who never travel, they don't get it. Do you realize that only 20% of Americans have passports? Hmm. 20%. So why, why would you want to in, go anywhere else? In other words, 80% of the people have never had a chance to travel to other countries and see what the world is really all about. Hey, I've been to Canada. I, but listen, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Not just in Amsterdam where all the heathens are, but all over Scandinavia, all over Germany, France, uh, Italy, uh, and especially Italy where you'd expect it to be like that. It's right. just the opposite. They're out of that silly old crap. They're out of that scam. Well, they've had thousands of if years to If the Pope says fart, they, uh, they do it in his face, you know. I'm, I'm telling you. And does he sniff it? He uh, enjoys it. <laughs> he said, wow, that's a gas. Twelve minutes after n- uh, noon at 5.60 QAM, it's a gas, all right. This whole world is a gas. Oh, there's Andrea Mitchell. Just sit on. We are hearing who just happens to be married to Alan Greenspan, by the way. Getting that they're really not sure whether or not he's alive. Now, there, there we go again. Is he dead or alive? Is it real or is it Memorex? Every day... Mm-hmm. Iraqi TV is showing more meetings with uh, Saddam and the uh, both sons, and and well, we're not sure if he's dead or alive. Taped, pre-taped. Yeah, they pre-taped it like 75 years ago. In fact, you know something? Maybe all of this footage that we're seeing, maybe that was pre-taped, just like the landing on the moon that was taped right, in the sure. desert. Let's New call Mexico. up Art Bell and see what he says. 
I'll tell you what I say about losing weight. Do what the beast is doing, and a lot of other people who are certainly doing better than he is, because he's he's a f off, is what he is. He really is. He's just a putz. But a lot of other people are having great success with Balance for Life. You want to know why? Because it makes dieting simple and enjoyable. Both of these things. The simple part being because you don't have to count calories and carbs, and you don't have to go shopping and clean up a mess. Simple. And as far as enjoyable, because the food is fresh and delicious, they use only the best ingredients. They give you a lot of neat things to choose from for every meal. In fact, you have two choices for each meal every day that you're on a program, and they deliver all the food right to your door. In your little black sack every morning, six in the morning, and your stuff is right there at your home, work, whatever. Three gourmet meals and two delicious snacks, plenty of food to keep you really full, as the Chinese say, gazut and pubic, all throughout the entire day. Nothing frozen, no artificial ingredients, no preservatives, no crap, just fresh, delicious, really enjoyable food. And the weight just pours off your body because it's all, uh, like I said, tailored according to the uh, zone diet principles. You know the principle? He's losing weight, too. Call Balance for Life today and start losing weight the easy, delicious way, and you'll look better than the beast. His first mouthful of food you put in your puss, you'll look better than him. Call 954-568-3229. 954-568-3229. Get your health back and start feeling great again with Balance for Life. Check them out on the web if you like it, balanceforlife.com. Sports Radio 560. Who Eisner? Mr. Mouse? What the hell are you doing to me? What do you mean, sir? Why am I reading in the paper you're going to put a Disney theme park in Brooklyn? Well, sir, we're just scouting locations. Jesus, I'm scouting CEOs. You are killing me. But, but, but sir, look what we've done with New York City, oh. Times Square, 42nd Street. Hang on. Sixty WQM, we needed that. You know that was great. Thanks for requesting that, by the way, you silly person. 
couple of faxes. Oh, and uh, Lynn Samuels e emails me to check this out. How did I miss this in the Sun Sentinel? A woman accused of having sex with boy 14. A 32-year-old mother of three has been charged with sexual assault because of a relationship she had with a 14-year-old boy she met while leading a church youth group in East Hartford, Connecticut. Trisha DeHart, now five months pregnant with a child she said was fathered by the boy, was charged in court yesterday with second-degree sexual assault and risk of injury to a minor. I did not assault him, DeHart said yesterday after she returned to her East Hartford home after a weekend in jail. He's my very good friend. He told me he wants to marry me next year. The boy will turn 16 later this year, old enough to marry with his parents' consent. But his parents were the ones who alerted authorities about the relationship late last year. It started when the family began going to DeHart's home to attend East Hartford Mission, a community church DeHart said she started. According to investigators, the 14-year-old boy was in a youth group led by DeHart that included overnight trips. Her version of the boy's involvement in the group was that he was her assistant, someone she considered a colleague. He wasn't my student, she insisted. He was her colleague. Kind of like uh, Adam Kirshner was Brian Andrews' colleague at IOD, yeah. He was trying real hard, little Brian Andrews, tippy-toeing his way through the tulips. Court documents detailed a November sexual encounter in her home at 49 Millbrook Drive. She said she was distraught over the death of her brother in Jamaica, and the boy by then 15 had come over to visit. He was comforting me, DeHart said. It wasn't unnatural for him to reach out to me like that. But the relationship began before then, shortly before his 15th birthday, according to police. DeHart took him to Florida with her, and East Hartford police said she had sex with him there. His parents in Bloomfield didn't know he'd gone with her until he was reported missing from high school, which he began attending a month before. His parents called Bloomfield police, and investigation was begun. And on and on it goes. DeHart says she hasn't broken the law. It wasn't a crime, she explained, but a romance. It's more like Romeo and Juliet, she said. Two people who can't be together because of how society views them. Yeah. Sounds like Pat Smart, don't it? Sure does. Pam Smart, whatever her name whatever. was. Pam not so smart. Here's a fax from John Boat George in Miami Beach who says, My mother escaped from a train to Siberia when she was 14 years old. My father was given a small bag of coins and escaped Poland to Switzerland. On Christmas night, 1939, when he was 15, he escaped on skis. You'll find no one who supports a strong defense and respects the great sacrifices of our professional military more than I do. Our first obligation to those troops is not to commit them to a conflict without solutions. What happened to the exit strategy that Colin Powell defined as a key in any war plan? If we do go to war, it's our obligation to occupy and defend the civilian population under the Geneva Accords. Clearly, we needed at least as many troops as the previous war and possibly more to be an army of occupation. The Israelis have made bombings, snipers, and general descent a part of their lives. Get ready, America, because what we are doing is heading, diving headlong into an abyss, creating even greater terrorist threats than we already have. Shock and awe falls into the same category as letting the Chinese steal some of our most sensitive technology and not just during the plane moments after landing. It flows with the decision to allow friendly ballistic missiles to be delivered to Yemen from a North Korean pirate ship. We should have sank the ship and blamed it on Iraqi mines. Maybe the administration is keeping the missiles as insurance in case they don't find any WMDs in Iraq. I grew up in Missouri, and they chose a dead man over Ashcroft for the Senate. Now this holy roller has covered statues of justice with dresses because he's offended by seeing nipples on statues. This is the chief law enforcement officer of the U.S. Certainly he's got more important things to do. So now we get to watch Tom Ridge speaking with that spooky 30-foot image of him as he reigns over the most powerful civilian organization in the world. Secret courts, detention without legal representation. What scares me is that we must also sacrifice our constitutional rights to question the need for war. 
It is the duty of the Congress to declare war. They circumvented the issue by issuing a blank check to conduct war preemptively, just like Hitler's invasion of Czechoslovakia. So now we fight an unseen enemy in a secret war. Sounds like George Orwell to me, says John Boat George in Miami Beach. Keep up the good work, Neil. How do you like that, huh? If the people out there could just separate in their minds, we support the troops, all of us. Do we support the no. war? And I'll tell you one exception. That asshole professor of Columbia, did you read about him? No. You didn't read about that? Which one, the raghead? No, that, that idiot who said that he wished that uh, the, the Zillions more uh, troops would die and that it would just, uh, you know, that this is what we should ha happen uh, in order to uh, oh. show the I, evil I of our ways. Oh, lunatic. Although, although he must not be the only one has that in mind. Reuters in the Washington Post today, yesterday, the U.S. is prepared to pay a very high price in terms of casualties to capture Baghdad and oust Saddam Hussein, a senior official of the U.S. Central Command said yesterday. We're prepared to pay a very high price because we're not going to do anything other than ensure that this regime goes away. The official told reporters, adding that U.S. casualties in the 12-day-old war so far had been fairly light. Fairly light. All the families that, of those Does that mean they've so. been lightly killed also? Fairly right. light? If that means there will be a lot of casualties, then there will be a lot of casualties, said the official who spoke on condition that he not be named. Do you want me to read that sentence again, since Please. Buff was just bugging you? If that means that there will be a lot of casualties, then there will be a lot of casualties, he said. Referring, hey, referring to nights in WW2 when we lose a thousand people, he added, there will come a time maybe when things are going to be much more shocking. The official addressing reports at the Central Command's forward headquarters in Gutters said the net result of reporting by correspondence with the invasion force was creating a false impression of constant ferocious battle. Such reports, he said, created the impression of a much more difficult campaign than it was. That's not what's going on out there, he added. It's military action at places primarily of our time and choosing. But, once again, if it means there will be a lot of casualties, then there will be a lot of casualties, he said. And how many members of the administration have children out there? Oh! The big O. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. I wonder if you could do a sleep play for me. I beg the your old, pardon? The old ladies. Uh, could no, you no, no, we're not doing requests today, sir. We're trying to do a radio show, okay? Cut the crap. Wants me to play some old lady, okay? How about... Incredible. Yeah, her. She's an old lady. Looks like one. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless. We have uh, open lines doing screenless, huh? Isn't that, that embarrassing? Typical. Typical and embarrassing, humiliating, degrading, degrading. What this town gives back, not just to me, but to anybody. That's why this town's in the shape that it's in. You got a bunch of banana boat people down there on Saturday running around with their big signs, "Viva Bush, Viva Bush, blah blah blah," all this other bull crap. People are manipulated as easily as a bunch of sheep, like the flamingos at Hialeah when they start uh, blowing a whistle. They still do that? I don't know. No. Well, when it's feeding time, they do. I see. They give them like a little, a blow, a little whistle. <laughs> WQAM. QAM, hello. My balls itch. Yeah, good. Go scratch him. In fact, get together with Greg. He's got some, too. WQAM. Made a fire... WQAM. Dale. Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going? I don't know if you talked about it already, but about the reporter who got, like, fired from NBC for... Oh, and President Lincoln's got a bad headache, too. Have we talked about the reporter about Peter Arnett? Oh, oh, my teeth are starting to ache again. Do you know that? What, that we're at war? 
that President Lincoln enjoyed the play? Well, up until that point. Up until that moment. That finale. Goes to show you nothing's perfect. 27 past noon at 560 WQAM. If you find yourself in a really dead-end job working for a putz making peanuts, then get yourself a real career, and the way to do that is get trained at Fast Train. Call them toll-free, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Get started in a new high-paying computer job. Don't be like a lemming like uh, Troy, uh, uh, Todd Dreck, whatever the hell his name is. Sorry, Troy. Todd Dreck. No excuse anymore to wait because here's the opportunity you've been waiting for. Fast Train, a place where you can get trained for the high-paid uh, computer job. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They offer convenient day, evening, weekend classes. Check Fast Train on the web if you like at FastTrain.com and get out of your dead-end job. Quit working for nothing. Fast Train uh, tells you that computer professionals are in higher demand than ever before, and they're right. And no matter where you live, there's bound to be a Fast Train near you, so it's easy to get there and easy to get your training. Fast Train's got locations in Miami, Kendall, Pembroke Pines, and Fort Lauderdale. And you can register at FastTrain.com to receive your free American flag bumper sticker, too. And our friends at Fast Train, by the way, in all the years that you've been on with us, I just want to tell you, this particular piece of copy from Todd Rick is the all-time worst. He is an absolute, he makes fat boys seem like uh, the good humor man. Call Fast Train today. Get you a big fat paycheck and a real career. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. And when you call, please make it a point to tell them that Todd Dreck, with a capital D-R-E-C-K, Todd Dreck told you to call. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. The boss knows the boss. You asshole. Top 31 at 560, WQM, the Mad Dog, the Angry Pussy. He'll be along at 1 o'clock. Hank Goldberg from Vegas this afternoon, 3 to 6.30. The Shitco Panther preview is 6.30 to 7. The Panthers at the Caps in Washington, a very big game for the Caps, meaningless for the Panthers, at 7 o'clock tonight with Jugs and Randy. After the hockey game, you got the Eddie K show, Gambling GA Eddie K. And ten, uh, what is it? 2 to 6 in the morning, Joe and Mark. So you were about to tell me earlier 
when I just took that long breathless Rumor pause. I heard was that they were again the war before the war, but now that it started, they're all gung-ho. Why That's is that? just the rumor that I heard. Why is that? Uh, so in other words, if it didn't make any sense before it started, and it was unacceptable, and there was no justification for it, once it started, we might as well sell out is the term that comes to mind. Sell out. When in doubt, let's sell out. I haven't heard that from them. You know something? Let me say it again. I have never in my life seen such a country of weak sisters, of lemmings, of people, and I'm so embarrassed for the people in, in this business. Of course, I'm always embarrassed, but more so than usual for the people in the so-called broadcasting business that everybody immediately has to cave in and goose step into line. It's just pathetic, tragic. Now, here's a fax that says, from Kenneth from Orlando. Hi, Neil and George. I'm faxing you from Orlando. I moved here last year, and I love it. Hardly any Cubans, George. Yeah. The only thing I miss about Miami is your show. The AM stations here are crap. They're all run by Cheap Channel. I do deliveries at Clear Channel. One time I mentioned your name, and a lady told me to shut up because the boss doesn't like you. <laughs> no Schmidt. In fact, that's what we're proud of on this station. No Schmidt. <laughs> we got balls and we got no Schmidt. Fax is just pouring in here today. Here's one from Tony who says, that's Tony as in a she, we just wanted to thank you again for this weekend. Oh, and look, look at who this is. This is from our winners of that contest. Oh, I hadn't heard back from them. Felipe and the Tony. See? We want to thank you again for this weekend, Neil and George. We had an awesome time. It was crazy as you can imagine. It was actually a couple there, Jim and Liz, who are loyal listeners and recognize this from the pictures on the website. I'm sorry we didn't get back to you sooner, but we need a little time to recover. I'll bet. I tried to get out of work early Thursday to go see George at the hotel, but wasn't able to. I guess we'll just have to take a trip to Treasure Island next time you're there so she can meet you, she says. You guys are great. My husband loves your show. Thanks, Tony and Felipe. You guys are fine in more ways than one. Yeah, it was wild. Troy went back over the weekend and said that what I saw, what we saw during the appearance was uh, nothing. Was nothingness. What do you mean by that? In other words, it was uh, it was happening Thursday when we went down for the appearance. But it was happening like times but ten. But it was even yeah yeah. How do you like that? So what were right. you looking for? No, I was looking to make sure he took those uh, things out of oh, here. Oh yeah, Troy. Gone. Yeah. Because I don't want him yeah. to be the next P.D. Lenny. Okay. Ooh. No, I don't want to have wild <laughs> diarrhea the rest of the day. I'm planning on spending my day and enjoy oh, an enjoyable on. afternoon. I don't want to have like wild <laughs> diarrhea for the sake of the sales department like I used to have over and over again. Plasma no, thank right you. In the bathroom. No, and I don't have any bottle corks. <laughs> 556 votes. How does religion permit that we haven't had one call yet? As usual, and you want to know why? Because you can't explain it and there is no justification for it. All you uh, members of the God Squad who listen to the show. You know how many members of the God Squad listen to this show? About 30, man. Well, there you go. I haven't heard from any of them. How does religion permit the carnage of the war in Iraq? And again, keep in mind, this isn't self-defense. We weren't attacked by them, okay? Oh, I'm but 9-11, 9-11. No, I have 9/11. no problem with the uh, what we did in Afghanistan, although, as usual, we didn't finish up. Yeah. And uh, we left them hanging. But, but, but nevertheless, I mean, that was could. justified. The Taliban, they attacked us, we hit them, you know, like yeah, it says right. in The Godfather. Exactly. We were not attacked. We were not in danger of being attacked. They represented no tangible threat or provable threat to us, the Brits, or anybody else, or the Aussies yeah, but down under. He might but sell nothing. weapons that he might yeah. have to somebody that So keep that, that in mind. This like isn't uh, we, we attacked them. And like I said yesterday, and Jimmy Breslin, and that, that I, I still can't get over that column, you know. I read it twice, and maybe maybe it just struck me. But you can't wash away the blood on the hands they of the people care. who are... I, well, I do. Okay, I don't care if they care. I do. Because it's very obvious. The blood is on their hands. The blood of all of the people. The because there isn't, any, there isn't anybody dying there now, or starving, or lacking for medication for their children. There isn't anybody there inhaling that 
asthmatic, that laden, polluted air uh, that isn't smoke. responsible for this attack, which is exactly shock and awe my fat ass. Money wipes the blood off. Religious fanaticism is at the root of the uh, problem, say 291 people. God doesn't care. He's busy with ball games. 101. Even the Lord loves Neil Rogers. 77. It doesn't. The Ten Commandments say, Thou shalt not kill. 45. It's self-defense, so God will allow it. Uh, 26. And God wants to, us to kill our enemies. 15. Kill our enemies. There you go. Oh, and here's a. Uh, before I get back to your tremendous call, it has been okay today. You know. It's all right. It's been all right. And yesterday. How do you like that? Huh. Joseph in Lehigh Acres. Somebody faxed this to me. Letter of the editor in the Fort Myers News Press. Be positive about war, writes Joseph. President Bush has started this war and will finish it, and all the protests will not change this. If you are truly against this war, then take positive action. If it's about the oil, give up your automobile and your electricity and make a difference. If it's about the innocent lives, go to Iraq and volunteer medical help. If you can't go, send food, medical supplies, and money, although I believe the United States is doing that. So Joseph, I guess, is in favor of the war. Why isn't he over there fighting it? Isn't that logical, according to the... Sure, of course. Uh, he says, if we're such a terrible nation, boycott us and emigrate to the nation uh, we should emulate. Lastly, for those who are asking, what would Jesus do? I believe that you're forgetting that Jesus is not the man. God is the man. Jesus is the son through whom we get to God. So the question should be, what would God do or want or expect? I believe if you read your Bible, perhaps you'll find another answer, one that does not sit well with your show-them-love-and-peace theory. God bless all of us, and thank you to the men and women, and yes, the boys and girls who are still children, who wear the uniforms of our nation, says Joseph and Lehi Acres. God's got another answer. Right, read the Old Testament. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, the it Trinity. It out. See, I hate to break the news to you, but even an old atheist like me knows that there is no difference, okay? There is no right. difference. They're all the same animal. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Moly Ghost. Okay? Brahms would pass the toast. Er, well, the wafer will do. Bloody wafers. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Maybe there were Necco wafers. I do like Necco wafers, don't you? They're okay. Where do you get those, Canada? WQAM. This is former Marvel. Yeah, this is former human being. God Almighty, you think they're practicing their material or what? Not enough. WQAM. Sound like Enrique. WQAM. Why don't you go back to Iraq, you Iraqi bastard? Woody. Yeah, it's Woody, trying to be acute. WQAM. Yes, if God's so great, why does blue balls hurt so bad? Now, that's a good point. Oh. Huh? That's a good point. If God is so great, and of course this guy sounds like the voice of experience. Blue balls. Yes. I'm so horny for you. Uh-huh. Will you stop pricking me? want me, don't you? Blue balls, I'm so horny for you. See, there you go. It fit right in, didn't it? So to speak. 5670560, oh, pound five. We got a bit for everything, man. As a matter of fact, when Duff came in and said, <laughs> WQAM. QAM, hello. Oh, I'm sorry, that's the wrong number. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was the best call of the century. Sure. Yeah, likely story, honey. WQAM. Hey, Neil, what's going on? How you doing? Thank God, man. 
I tell you, I can't stand South Florida. I've lived here. I used to live in California. I moved back here. Oh, that's not. Listen, anybody lives in California comes here, a bad mistake, bad well, move. Well, I used to live here. I went out there to, to, to do the music thing and came back. And I tell you, man, if it wasn't for you, I would, I'd pull what's left of my hair out, which I don't have much left. Yeah, but, me too. I'm pulling it right now. Uh, one thing, though. Can we, can we get off this Iraq thing? It's just it's getting old. Meaning what? Yeah, it's just like I know. I know that you're you're up you're up on you know you're up on it. You're against it. So let me ask you this: Haven't yeah. we talked about a multitude of things on this show here today? That's true. That's true. Are we dwelling on the war? Are we dwelling? Am I putting on you later with more all of that stuff? I don't think so. Kind of dwelling just a tad, but I mean, I, I like to hear about your love life and who you're dating. Oh, that guy, that idiot again. Oh, jeez. Oh, how sad. How very, very sad. How tragic. Oh, my God. Oh, please, please free us from these people. We're going to declare the Emancipation Proclamation right here on QAM. I'll guarantee you one thing, sir. It sure ain't you. That's for goddamn sure. As in... Oh, God. Damn sure. 20 till 1 at 560 WQAM. What? If you can't be funny, at least be versatile. Yeah, that's right. Pathetic. Sad. You're tragic. Probably, uh, probably you kicked his ass out of California. Probably got deported. You know, over a million people have bought a mattress over the phone from our friends at Dollar Mattress, including us, and hundreds more are doing it every week. So obviously it's not like really a dangerous thing to like make a big investment over the phone because Dollar Mattress are people you can trust. I've been talking about them for years and through personal experience I guarantee you, there is no better, no smarter, no more inexpensive way to get you a great name brand mattress than making that one easy call. 1-800-MATTRESS. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. If you call them right now, they can be there knocking on your door by tonight. Take it from me. I've called them, like I said, a zillion times. They carry Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, every size, every style, and you don't have to be disappointed. No matter which one you want in whatever size, they got it ready for nearly immediate delivery. They're ready for you. Once you buy a mattress from Dollar Mattress, you'll never go back to the showroom schlepping again. You'll never waste your time and money in those bedding and department stores. And don't forget, when you buy your mattress from Dollar Mattress, they set up the new and take away the crappy old smelly bedding for free. I'll say it again, very unusual, but along with all their other great service, Dollar Mattress takes away the smelly, soiled old bedding and sets up your great brand new one for you for free. So make the call now and guarantee yourself months and years of great sleep night after night. Call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, and then you can talk to that last guy about his love life and all the people he's doing. Wishes. 1-800-MATTRESS for Dollar Mattress, the easiest, the smartest possible way to get you a great new name-brand bed. Live, live and local, we're Sports Radio 560 QAM. So Boca Bryant just came in, and of course, uh, you know, I got to stall for a second or two until this thing queues up. Well, don't you understand? I mean, these short breaks are a killer. A dour bitch on the radio who found a niche with no life assholes. Shut-in women, redneck pissants, and fat-ass broads in cellulite pants. The constipation has pinched up her face, but this no talent knows a better way. Self-hating Catholic Orthodox Jew, but she knows what is best for you. Dr. Laura O'Connor. She's dispensing sound advice to morons with the brains of mice. Hey, Dr. Laura, by the way, how's your mother feeling today? Laura, I would strongly advise to put your tongue in my brown eye. 
Dr. Laura O'Connor, he dressed me as just to cover the smell of provolone she's oozing from her bony ass. Look at a mad dog all red in the face and embarrassed. I understand you got to cover That's your a ass. Sunburn. I don't I, I understand that. He said, I am a pussy and I'm proud of it, but at least you admit it. You're honest about it, right? How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I've never, I had a bonding moment with Mo this morning. Excuse me? A little bit of a bonding moment or two with Mo this morning. We actually spoke. We waved at each other from a brief distance. Like this? No, no. Had a little bit of a speaking uh, thing in there. Smoked a peace pipe? We smoked a little, uh, yeah. A little number. <laughs> peace pipe, yeah. <laughs> nice to have you back. Thank you so much. Go on here and rip uh, Eddie Jones an ass. Come on. He can handle it. Say, no, sir, I heard what you said yesterday. It is silly, but that's the point. That's the point. We're not talking about the U of M and Donna Shalali. We're talking about Eddie Jones and the Macho Dolphins with you in your Super Bowl ring, the Macho players who take showers together, and they're worried about we got balls. And like I said yesterday, maybe that's why they choke in December every year. Maybe they don't have any balls. I think you guys ought to examine that. Of course, Joe Rose already has. Okay. Jim Mattis says, I am a pussy. At least he admits it. Let's hear it for the mad dog. <laughs> lot, honesty counts for a lot on this show. <laughs> you can hear what he called you when he came in here. I, you already no, he knew. said it to me. Yeah. He's not a, a backstabber. He said it right to my face. We already knew that. He said that I'm a uh, sucker, okay? Yeah. And what so what's, what's the big news with that? <laughs> so he's all whipped up into a frenzy. Mad dog will be along between one and three. He wants to save his job. He doesn't want to get in trouble with the Dolphin organization. doesn't want to get canned. doesn't want to piss off Eddie Jones. doesn't want to piss off, piss off Dave Wanstad. Doesn't want to piss off Oy. Jay Fiedler, all of these people. But like I said, at least he admits it. Okay, he does. He's not trying to like uh, defend the indefensible. He realizes it's silly, it's juvenile. Eddie Jones should be ashamed and embarrassed over this thing with we got balls with billboards with wacky Jackie Thompson getting these people crazy. I mean, just when you consider the source, that alone should tell them just uh, to cut the crap. Just consider the source, Eddie, you silly goose. I mean, and, and you know what should really be the proof in the pudding? When Greg Reed has got the balls to stand up to this, what does that tell you, huh? A man who makes BBs look like uh, water balloons with what he's got hanging. And even he stands up to it. He makes Gelly look like he's almost got a pair. Well, I tell you, he smelled so rank this morning. I don't know what it was. I I, I think that it's the pressure from that show starting to get to him. I think he's uh, dumping his pants. Seeping? That could have been it. WQAM. Seeping with the enemy? Yeah, was it Neil? I beg your pardon? Yes, sir. This is Neil? It sounds like me. Oh, he sounds different than from on the radio. Oh, sorry. Uh, listen, uh, I love your show and, uh, we can, we can be friends and disagree on the war, but, can't yeah. we? Mm -hmm. Huh? Yeah. I don't yeah, think well, we're, fr I don't think we're friends. I mean, you can call the show and we can, we can converse, but that doesn't make us friends. Yeah, but, yeah. that's true. Well, you know, I, in the beginning I did, I was opposed to the war, mm -hmm. okay? But um, I feel though like we gotta do something about it. I mean, uh, do, do something about, we have to do something about what? Well, for example, if after 9-11, right? Yeah. Two months later, we got another bombing just as bad. And two months wait, wait, after, wait, wait, we got what? Another bombing or whatever, plane crash. Similar thing that happened to uh, World Trade Center. We had another plane crash similar to the World Trade Center? What were we? Uh, you talking no, about no, the saying, plane that crashed in Long Island? That had nothing to do with that. That wasn't no, an no, act I'm of terrorism. Saying, no, no, no. I'm saying if we had... Hypothetical. But, 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 sir, we did not. I, I don't know what you're talking about. We didn't have... I know we didn't. I'm saying if we did. But we didn't. We didn't. 
Don't give me what if. What if Iraq, what if Sodom came down and took a dump on your living room uh, carpet, okay? You'd be pissed off. What if the Martians attacked oh, on Sunday? Oh, my God. And the game was oh, on. Oh, jeez. Look, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, and then they'll say, well, you see, people who disagree with you, they won't call. What, what's there to listen to? This man is making up caca. He's making up poop. That's all they got. If, if, chicken, if chickens peed, man, it would be a flood all over the place. If Mo was a good guy, we might be speaking to him. You know, I mean, all of these things that are just not happening and not going to happen. I thought maybe I missed something when he started at the, well, two months later. There were, well, if, yeah. if, if he could. In sell. addition to which, let me say it again: the attacks on this country were perpetrated by an organization, a terrorist group called Al Qaeda. That's why we went into Afghanistan and wiped most of their ass out, and we went around the world and uh, secretly and not so secretly, covertly and overtly, we eliminated them and rounded them up and whatever we could do. Fine, no problem. All for that. All for Amen. it. Gung ho, baby. Sure. Go get them. Give them what for. But the idea that all of a sudden, because, like I said, if somebody down the street comes and takes a dump on your lawn and you can't find out where he lives, so the next thing you do is you go across the street and dump on their lawn to get even with it, even though you know it wasn't them. Well, okay. what, what are we talking about here? Talk about irrationality. Talk about a stretch. That's what it's all about. They're stretching it. And that's why they're so desperately been trying to convince you and world opinion about, oh, well, you know, we know that they've got connections to Al-Qaeda, and we know that they've done this and they've done that, and that uh, they've got weapons of mass destruction. So far, all it's still, even at this point, is nothing but conjecture. They found those suits. And you can be damn sure if they found anything, they'd be parading it oh, around like oh, the goddamn oh. Macy's Parade. They'd be on TV 25 hours a day. Stick it in your, in your puss. Sir, all I can say is I feel sorry for us, for people as thoughtless as you, who are so willing to... You want to be a lemming, see? I mean, it's one thing to become a lemming. It's another thing to want to become one. And you want to be. You want to goose step. You want to just fall into line and believe whatever bullcrap they peddle you. You know what, what I'm saying? If, are you sure? Oh, yes. But what if... Chicken's peed? Chicopee, you know where Chicopee is in Massachusetts. Ifs and buts. And by the way, that's where we're going to invade next because we're tired of all the liberals up there. So once we get done in Iraq, Iran, and Syria, and maybe North Korea, then we're moving into uh, Massachusetts. And all those other blue states, you know, around the edges oh, that voted blue, for Gore. Yeah. <laughs> Won't see Top that no more. 1251 at 560 WQAM. If your carpets look like crap, man, if they've been invaded by grime and dust and schmutz, how's the answer? The answer is to make one easy call. You notice how easy it is uh, when you're smart, when you got all these phone numbers? Call our good friends at Drive Concepts, and they'll make your carpets look and smell and feel just like brand new, like they've been doing in my house for over 21 years now. Dry concepts are still around while the others have come and gone because they do a stupendous job. They give you a guaranteed written price before they start the job. So unlike most carpet cleaning companies that specialize in ripoffs and scams, never happen with dry concepts. Written, guaranteed price right up front. When they get done with the job, they give you a rose, you hand them a check, and everybody's got a big smile on their puss because you'll, you'll look at that carpeting and say, holy crap, it looks just like I've had brand new carpeting laid at a fraction of the price. And they also do a stupendous job of cleaning your upholstery, leather furniture, area and, uh, rugs, and your expensive oriental rugs as well. Nobody does it anywhere like dry concepts. Problems with pet odors, mildew odors caused by water damage, they'll make those go away too. Do yourself a humongous favor. All you got to do is do business with these people one time and all your carpet cleaning uh, problems will be done for the rest of your life because you'll never use anybody else again. Call them toll free from anywhere. 1-800-248-5071. 1-800-248-5071 or log on to their website at dryconcepts.com. Don't forget, with Dry Concepts, clean today. You can entertain tonight. My Local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Are you fudge packing? Gonna 
He's got Donna Shalala and the Dolphins, like, crossed in there. How come he left Eddie Jones? Oh, that's right. He's got no balls either. 1256 at 560 QM. That fax that Carlos is sending me, man, the first the cover page came over like like that. And now the rest of it's taken a long time, man. Must be some pretty important crap. Is it? What's it about? About 30. I have no idea. <laughs> 593 votes on a poll. Look it up on neilrogers.com. I don't want to waste the valuable time to read that thing, okay? Because it's such a very serious poll, <laughs> such a heavy-duty thing that's going to change the world. Why don't you do your poll on a lighter thing? Like, what's your favorite day of the week? What's your favorite holiday? Huh? Roman. What's your favorite kind of car to uh, rear end? What's your favorite rear end? That other page. It's um, this must be monumental. <laughs> whatever he's sending me, man. It's just. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Let's see it. Great show today. Hope that didn't have anything to do with my not being there. As a matter of fact, Carlos, now that you mention that, George wasn't so distracted the whole show. Actually, we were communicating <laughs> oh, here. Now that, man. huh? No, seriously, you made him into like George Jr. Right. And now all of a sudden he just sits in there and pop, pop, pop the whole show. Just wanted to say thanks again for the tickets. We had a great time, even though we lost the game. Greatly appreciated. Maybe we can get a uh, first-hand report tomorrow from Carlos if he shows up for work, unless his dog's got diarrhea again, and find out about those uh, waterless urinals. Oh, <laughs> I'm yearning to find out about that. Also, please take a look at our new cartoon page. He's working on it, but it's getting there. And tell me what you think. Whatever you're doing, it's great, okay? Bean and Roy, you're doing a great job. Oh. Keep it up, okay? He is. He's doing a great job. And then, of course, there's Eric. WQAM. Hello, Neil. Yes? How would you? WQAM. Yeah. Yes, sir. Is it time to talk to Neil still? I beg your pardon? Yeah, go ahead. You're on right now. Okay. Hello? Yeah. Yes, sir. Neil. Yeah. Hey, just wanted to say I love that bit on the uh, about 30, man. Do you? About 30, man. <laughs> okay. Well, I would play it, but if I play it in here, then it's going to like... About 30, man. Ooh, thank goodness. I don't... You know what I'm saying? I don't <laughs> no, want to like to carry over to that other crap at the end of the show. I have to be very careful to cue that stuff up at the end of the show so I don't get it wrong. Because when you get to be old and febrile like me, when you get to be as old as Mo, WQAM. No. Hello, yes. Yeah. Speaking. Is this Neil Rogers? Yes, ma'am. Oh, Neil. 
Yes, I am. My neighbors next door, they put a Cuban flag on top of the roof. Yeah. And I'm upset about that. Where are you from? Hallelujah. <laughs> well, I think they did the right thing. How do you like that? Wow. Incredible. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. That was sensational. I told you, see, you just take the right the number of calls there at the end, and you get the winner, jackpot. How many calls would you have to take to get one like that? About 30, man. Yeah, 30,000. That was sensational. <laughs> She's from Hialeah, so what the hell is she complaining about? Viva Cuba! Viva well, Cuba Libre! Like? To hell with Fidel. I say let's bring the troops back and go in and kick Fidel's ass. All right. You know, don't you think that's a good idea? Wouldn't take that many. How come they're not screaming about that in Little Havana? I realize it makes a lot of sense, which may be part of the reason, but how, how, why aren't they screaming? He's an evildoer. He's done all these terrible things. He's a brutal, ruthless uh, dictator. They have no free elections.